So I guess everybody saw the match last week I had with Rey Mysterio. I guess everybody saw him beat me again. Everybody in here probably thinks I'm a loser. Well, see, the only loser in this is Rey Mysterio. Because see, I, I, I'm a winner. I'm a winner in life. I've overcome obstacles and situations that each and every one of you can only dream about. So, I did a little bit of soul searching. I took a journey to kind of find my barriers. I actually took a camera to document my little journey. And I find it quite interesting. And I think Rey Mysterio would find it quite interesting too because it involves one of his family members. Uh, actually, uh, I'm not going to tell you about it. I'll let the footage speak for itself. Is this some sort of a, a home movie? Oh, okay. We're up with it. Hey, Ray. Do you remember when all these started between us, I promised you you'd get hurt. And you did. I wonder if your family hurts right along with you. Speaking of family, I mean, this should look kind of familiar to you. This is, uh, this is your son Dominic's daycare. <laughs> That's right. And there he is. Hey, Dominic, what's up, huh? Give me a wave. Higher! Come on, you can go higher! Yeah, Vato Loco. Good looking kid. Kind of a chip off the old block, wouldn't you say, Ray? I wonder if he likes secrets. I wonder if he likes bedtime stories. Maybe I should ask him. Hey, Dominic! Come here, mijo. You want some candy? You want some candy? I got some candy for you. Vente, vente. Man, Uncle Lady hasn't seen you in a long time. Look, there you go. A ver. Yeah, is it good? Gracias, tío. Yeah, de nada, mijo. Show me how fast you can go up those, those, that slide. Come on, man, you can go faster. Faster, faster. Orale, orale, yeah. That's it, Holmes. I knew you could do it. Give me five. Sit on my lap. You love me? Yeah. Yeah, I love you. I really do. I love you too, Uncle. You know, I got another question to ask you. Do you like secrets? I love secrets. Oh man, do I? I like them too. You like bedtime stories? I love bedtime stories, Uncle Eddie. Well, Uncle Eddie promises 
to tell you a bedtime story you'll never, ever forget. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Ruthless aggression. I will sit right here and bide my time. As long as it takes to get what's mine. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 87 of the RE Era podcast, the only place where we decipher and dictate the era that rose out of the ashes of attitude and delivered quite the draft. This has been my best favourite one ever, not going to lie. Not ever. Yeah, ever. Because well, the last one had Triple H. No, this one's been, no, kind of ish. No, this draft's been mint. This draft's been mint. I've loved every minute of it. It's been interesting. Yeah, every minute of it. As it is time to once again... Have you got your own side at stable and not seen mine for a couple of years? Because we need to gallop towards the Great American Bash. As always, I'm Dave, and as always, joining me is Big Sexy. We've, we've had a few weeks off. I say we. I say we. I've done, EC, I've done ECW reviews and, and not much else, but <laughs> you're back from festival, se- festival season, even. Download, how was it? Fucking amazing. Expensive. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> fucking burn the whole ride through my fucking pocket. Who did we see then? So, Slipknot, I guess, by Slipknot. the t-shirt that you're wearing right now. Metallica twice. Metallica twice? Oh, yes. did they, what, they performed twice, didn't they? Okay. They performed on the Thursday night and the Saturday night. Oh, nice, okay. And that's the reason it's been such a long break since I've come back because my voice <laughs> is only just recovered. <laughs> I was sounding like Barry White if he, was, if he had a deeper voice. Very much festival season though, isn't it? Like, uh, Glastonbury's just finished as well. Like, yeah, uh, see Elton to be fair. I, I didn't watch Elton, but I watched Guns N' Roses and yeah, yeah. fuck me, he's, he's dying a bit, isn't he? <laughs> they look like a tribute act. It's... 1989 <laughs> was a long fucking time ago. <laughs> but no, Glastonbury, I, like, I enjoyed. Glastonbury. Well, to be fair, I've watched clips of Download on TikTok, <laughs> um, but Glastonbury, I watched quite a bit. Like Elton set, even though he claims that it's his last ever time he's ever going to perform in UK. Well, I saw him back in 2016 in Lincoln, and that was his last ever tour, I'm sure it was. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like Rolling Stones. Uh, they've, got, they've done like 89 uh, farewell tours. Well, it's, well <laughs> right, the thing is, like Elton will get itchy feet, he'll get bored, he'll be sat at home, and David will go, Shall we buy another super yacht? And he'll go, that, Oh, right, I'll money. go back on tour. Money. Then. money. That's it. That's it. You'll need more money. Yeah. But um, the rest is happening this weekend, isn't it? We're, uh, we're recording on Friday. And tomorrow it being uh, money in the money bank. in the money 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 yeah. in the bank. <laughs> Do you think they're gonna pull trigger with Granddad? That's our if bit. not now. That's our, I love him. Me, I think when? he's brilliant. I liked him in TNA. 
Right, but Vince bought him in as a manager because Vince sees him as a granddad. But is he not the same age as Batista was when Batista yep. won the world title? Same age as Batista, same as DDP. Let, let's pull the trigger because he's brilliant. He's like, he sounds like Rock, looks like Austin, sounds like Austin, looks like Rock. He's brilliant. He's <laughs> a throwback to an old school wrestler. <laughs> he's fucking mint. He looks like but, a wrestler. But he's, so, he's like so a wrestler. natural on microphone. He's so natural. But yeah, he would fit in in the era of like Rick the Model Martel. You know, yeah. like million dollar man you could see him fitting in in that in that era but uh, it's brilliant it's brilliant but anyway anyway let's get that's, back to that's business that's modern day that's yeah. tomorrow let's get back to business um, so it's been a while the last time we was here was Vengeance yes um, Hell in a Cell yeah Hell in a Cell yes where cool. Triple H got fucking levered to a point where where's Hunter which is <laughs> the reason why it's not the greatest of builds <laughs> No, because Hunter's off doing chaperone. <laughs> yeah. I think. Um, yeah, so it's a bit odd on Raw side, but the, like I said, the whole draft and everything, I think the thing is, I'm a bit more giddy about this because I know stuff that you don't. <laughs> right. And because of that, I'm, I'm just going to get right into it. Tuesday, right, we're going to move a bit around with dates at this first bit, so don't worry too much, but I need to get it all in at one point or I'll just be dropping it in every couple of minutes. Right. Tuesday, July the 5th, 2005. WWE.com announced today the release of Gangrel, Billy Kidman, Shannon Moore, Akio, Mark Jindrak, and Maven. Hang on, hang on. Gangrel. <laughs> Gangrel. He yeah. was still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was still employed. Still, still under contract. Still under contract. They brought, brought him in for one show, was it, last year? We'd yeah. take with JBL's suit. Yeah. It gets worse. I don't know if it can get any worse with Maven being gone. Um, a bit later on in the day, in additional to the six WWE superstars that were released, WWE has also come to terms with Kevin Mordecai, Fertig, and Spike Dudley. You know, Spike's gone. But then, in a random twist, because all these at it though, one comes in. WWE has come to an agreement with former WCW hardcore champion Big Vito. <laughs> He's due to join the SmackDown or Raw roster, wherever Nunzi ends up, and team him. We're bringing, we're bringing Big Vito in. Uh, obviously, he worked in WWE back in the day. It was, what did they call him? He had a great stupid name. Skull something. Skull Summit. It was like Skull Skull, No, it was like, it was like Dutch, like Skull Van or Van Summit. I can't quite remember, it was stupid. Right? But obviously, then he goes on to in the Marmalukes and stuff I think it was in WCW and has a decent run I think ECW he turned up a little bit as well in his later bit I think um, that was fake ECW no no I think it were real ECW in, before it closed down after WCW closed down I'm sure he might have popped up there and maybe wrong but he might have done um, I only watched a good ECW that was been needed the day after the cuts keep coming WWE has come to the release with ma 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 Matt Morgan. That's where he is. <laughs> oh, isn't, should I say. <laughs> a bit later on, in the following day, so now on the 6th of July, WWE has decided not to proceed with any renegotiations with Bubba and Devon Dudley. We wish them both best in their future endeavours. The greatest tag team ever. We are. We're ripping through talent. We're getting rid of it all over the place. Let's get rid of one of the best tag teams we've had. In years. And then, uh, on the evening of Wednesday, the 6th of July, WWE released an updated list on WWE.com of superstars released. So, ones we know about is Matt Morgan. Ones we don't, Charlie Haas. 
Jackie Gadia, Marty Ginetti, Dawn Marie, Mark Jindrak, Maven, Shannon Moore, Akio, Gangrel, Billy Kidman, Spike, Mordecai. Any on there that really... I know Maven, obviously, Maven, but because We've that's... Spoke just, about that before. That's just us, though, but in theory, he should have gone a long time ago. But is there any really there on that list? Apart from, if you look at... It, well, the Dudleys, obviously. But if you're looking at the um, Cruiserweight division, you're losing Shannon Moore, Akio, Billy Kidman, Spike Dudley. That takes a hit. Don't, we, don't we get Akio back shortly? I'm sure it's not long until... There's Jimmy Wang, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They must realise why they fucked up. Because he's, he's not gone yeah. that long, surely. Marty Jeanette is gone because he's a, I was, he's a criminal again. And his mugshot's yeah, flying right into him. They've only brought him back for... Michael Stevie Angle. Yeah. Morgan, what he's just, <laughs> yeah, he just a big guy, isn't it? Gadia, yeah, they've never never ever recovered since Rico left. No. Never recovered. They had that fucking yeah. spat with Dormery. Yeah. Jindrak, he's same level as Morgan, just a big guy, no real loss. Is the shit member yeah. of not Team Angle. Yeah. Gangrel. I didn't even realise he was still yeah. there. But like I said the cruiserweight division, Mordecai the same. We've not seen him since Mordecai. But I know obviously and then he comes back in a year or so's time in yes, Kevin Thorne. Um but like I said, the cruiserweight division there, Billy Kidman, Spike, Shannon Moore, Keo, taking a hit. Taking a hit. I mean, we've got uh Mexicals coming in. Um I'm sure Lumzio is still there. Mm, mm, for now. Kidman, <laughs> for now. he weren't really a cruiserweight at that point. Add Kenzo Suzuki to that list the following morning, Michael. He was still there. Gone. That afternoon, add Joy Giovanni to that list, Michael. The releases are coming thick and fast. That evening, add head of Ohio Valley Wrestling, Jim Cornette, to that list, Michael. Fuck yeah. You motherfuckers. <laughs> um, he got fired because he had a bit of a spat with... Uh, Santino. Yeah, and they then, smacked him for not being scared of Boogeyman. Yes, yes, exactly that. Exactly what I was just about to say. <laughs> <laughs> that infamous spot. Oh, allegedly slapped. And then two more. Two more on Friday. Dirty Dave Ebner because he's been caught flogging t-shirts out of his car. <laughs> and Ivory. She's I, <laughs> I know. I was like, what? Eh? She's done right well. She's in the pocket. We've not. We've seen her. Right, yeah, yeah, but like, right not, the I don't think we've seen her this year. No, we haven't seen her for a bit. No, no. I no. think last time we saw her probably 2003. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe early yeah. 2004. So, so far a big old list. She was just like, oh, we need Women's Championship match. Who have we got? Who's not had a shot for a while? Ivory, you're still here. Come here, love. Mm. We're going to feed you the champ. But yeah, an absolute big old list of uh, superstars being released. But... Like I said, there's not many, like I said, apart from the cruiserweight division, there's not many that makes you go, Ugh, what have they done Cruiserweights and Dudleys. Mm. Dudleys, yeah, but Dudleys, again, we've not only seen them on ECW, we've not seen them on WWE TV for ages. So, in their yeah. minds, is it already a done deal? You know what I mean? And then it all kicks off because they go to TNA and John Laurinaitis goes, fat chance you're calling us and Dudleys. We on that one, dickheads. <laughs> so it's Team 3D, <laughs> brother, brother Ray, brother Devon and brother Cunt. I mean, That's right. it. And quickly, before we get into Raw and SmackDown, um, John mentioned on when we watched the ECW, when we did ECW uh, One Night Stand, that there was, uh, on the DVD, JBL did his alternative commentary. Yeah. And I've managed to found someone that wrote down everything he said. <laughs> Would you like me to go through it? Yes, please. 
Um, in his voice. It keeps. I can't do that bit. It keeps calling Mike awesome, Mike Awful. Uh, Masato Tanaka comes out. JBL yells five or six times, that's my doorman. <laughs> As Tommy Dreamer comes out, he says, is this the main event? As Sandman looks up at the ring, he says, what's he looking for now? A treadmill or an oxygen tank? <laughs> As the BWO comes out, he says, and you wonder why they went out of business. Uh, he says about the blue meaner, the fat fucker with blue hair, go find your porn star wife. At this time, he was shagging... I want to say a Jenna Jameson of the world or something like that. A famous porn star of the 2000s. It was married to her for a bit. Me, uh, yeah. How could you, could you do that? <laughs> could you marry a porn star and be cool with it? Um, Blooming is dancing. JBL says, it looks like a donkey screwing a baseball in being up there. Go donate your body to science fiction, you fat lowly, lowly pig. It looks like a blue-haired, 800-pound Abe Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as Kid Cash Cup makes his way down JBL shouts this is a carnival um, on Balls Mahoney he says they're chanting balls and then chants along with them saying approximately balls a hundred times before saying you know if they beat someone you lick them does that mean you lick balls <laughs> Axel Rose come out Axel Rose Axel <laughs> Rotten come out he said has anyone heard of the Atkins diet on the main event he said this could be awful but it might not be good i got to be drunk for this one uh, one and then Mark, Mike Awesome's wrestling and he goes someone run in and make Awesome use one of his 93 finishes <laughs> and then finally Lance Storm this was brilliant he says you can hear the paint dry here comes the most boring man in the history of boring Lance Storm couldn't fill an arena if you gave free beer and free tickets they say he's retiring today but if a tree falls in a forest no one cares <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Brilliant. But anyway, shall we get into some Monday Night Raw as they start building to SummerSlam? Where Smackdown's galloping. They are galloping towards the Great American Bash. Have you ever crashed in an airplane? That's what I call getting hurt. (laughs) And let me tell you something else. You had a great match last night with HBK. Got two of the greatest of all time. It was phenomenal. But you shoot on me, high crotch, low single, farmer's carry, I'm going to put my finger through your eye. And if you put a hold on me, I can't come out of, I'm going to bite your finger off. And you know what? If you're as tough as I think you are, and this don't hurt, I'm going to grab you by the testicles, and I'm going to pull. Yeah, I'm going to hurt you if you screw with me. All right, all right. you've proven that you're the dirtiest player in the game. Yes, I get right. it, Rick, okay? Yeah. I get it. Forget about it. I love the theory of being called the man. The one thing you can never take away from me is being the dirtiest player in the game. I'll tell you what, I've heard enough, okay? I tried to be nice, but if you're not careful, I'm gonna go back to Eric Bischoff, and I'm gonna ask him for a match against you. And that's something, Ric Flair, I don't care what you've done in your life. 
you do not want. Eric Bischoff, hell, Vince McMahon is sitting home right now, drooling. It's Kurt Angle, it's Ric Flair, whoa, whoa, it's whoa. Raw. Oh, 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 I see what you want. You want it, you got it. For the first time ever, one-on-one right here tonight. It's gonna be Kurt Angle versus the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Woo! So it is the 27th of June 2005. Kurt Angle comes out, uh, he opens the show and he gets the crowd going. He's like, Me and Sean, it's one apiece. You fancy a third match, don't you? And crowd's going, Yeah. And he's like, ah, No, <laughs> I'm done. He goes, Can I use Sask? What's with the fucking black ropes? Someone died. I like it. Old school. I like it, but Old school. I'm used to seeing Raw, red ropes, yeah. SmackDown, blue ropes. But before all these releases, the guy that does the ropes, he's fucking he's, uh, pissed off. He's like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, he's probably backstage with a fucking black armband on and purposely he's put black tape down, don't ropes. Fuck you, there's only him that does it. But no one else knows how to do it. It's still in June. He knows what's coming. He's read spoilers. <laughs> he's read spoilers that we don't read. He knows what's coming. Um, Kurt says, he meant making Sean tap out, classic counts as two. So technically, it's two on a print series. So him and Sean are done. He goes, he's been out to talk about the business he wants to get involved with now, his Batista at world title. Uh, he says Triple H needs to fucking keep his big nose out of everything. Uh, Kurt says he's beating everyone there is to beat, and he's the man. And the minute he said it, as soon as yeah. you don't say you're the man. Yeah. But the thing is, it's 2005, so it's not 2023. So these days you'd get a woo, and then it'd bring him on. Where his music just started, and I don't know, I feel like a, a woo would have proper got everyone because everyone got a bit good there because they knew because I think everyone knew what I knew, and I'm sure you did. The minute he come out. Tonight we're getting Flair versus Angle. Yeah. Which, oof, yes. Oof, yes. Imagine if it was like Prime Flair. Um, yeah. And probably Prime Angle, because for me, Prime Angle's proper druggy TNA angle. He's a yeah. wrestling machine. <laughs> it was. His best shit was in TNA. 100%. Where he was fucked <laughs> Perk's. Fuck. Perk Angle. Um, so Rick Flair, and what I loved as well, that they had a woo-off. The woo off were brilliant. It weren't, we're not talking Jay Lethal levels of woo off, but it was still a good old. It was a good woo off. Yeah, which uh, yes sets up our main event. I'm guessing. What I, what I quite like though was that uh, Kurt goes, "You're looking at the best in the business." He tells Flair to go backstage and take a nap before he gets hurt, and Flair's getting riled and he's like, uh, "Have you ever been crashed in a plane?" That don't know fucking hurt. And I'm like, it's got a point, you know. <laughs> I know you brought, brought your neck fighting at Olympics, but. My man's about plane crash. <laughs> Flair wins that one. Seventy <laughs> percent of Liz Gooder didn't do that. Um, Flair says, uh, "Where well, jacket comes off and he goes, Vince McMahon's at home drooling." And then Kurt Angle cuts him off because Kurt Angle wants to announce tonight's main event. It's going to be for the first time ever. Kurt Angle versus Ric Flair. Come at me. Yes. 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 Uh, and then we see a Vengeance DVD extra where Bischoff makes. Tonko, Jericho and Christian versus John Cena and two mystery opponents. But John Cena's got no mates. That's the storyline we're going with. Obviously, he's going to find people, isn't he? Yeah, but well, he's got no mates. There's a fair few baby faces on the road. I'm sure I could find two. Yes. That aren't doing anything. One of them I expected, other one blew my mind. But then it all triggered. It all clicked. And yeah. I was like, ah, so this is where it started. I was right. expecting what happens after Next week happens. to happen tonight this week. Yeah. I would say, exactly the same. Um, up next, 
Edge and Snitsky versus Kane and the second to last draft lottery pick is Bischoff. Um, well, actually, before that, fucking Kane goes wild, chases a wheelchair, chases Lita and Edge away. Snitsky's on his Todd, so Bischoff comes out. And actually, it's now a one on one. Fucking big show. Poor Carlito thought he was getting away from big show. Telling you, telling you, that's the best Tommy Ash this feud. I'm telling you, couple of week, couple of week, and that storyline will pick up again. Yeah, but yeah, big show smashes Snitsky. Snitsky gets smashed. Yeah, what else do you expect? Yeah, but yeah, I I suppose it's somewhere else. It's big show, but what everything still under contract? We've got to put him on TV. The problem is we're in 2005, and everything that you could do with big show has already been done, in my opinion. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's had that good face run when he first won title. He had that feud with Boss Man when his dad died. Do you know what I mean? And then he's had his heel work with Eamon. He's had his... Do you know what's coming next when he's ECW champion in a year's time or whatever like that? I don't know. That's it. Yeah. Well, you've got but he's a fat fuck. He teams then. up with Kane for a bit. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, don't they have multiple tag team title runs, don't they, from now till like Big Show retires? And he has eight billion, jillion, kajillion... Oh, he's turned. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yes. Um, we're backstage with Maria, and she brings us, uh, introduces us WWE champion John Cena, but she's forgot a question. Bless her. Because the gimmick that Maria's going with is I'm thick as fuck. You got a question? My, my first question is. My, my first question is about. You all right? Oh my God, I, I forgot my question. Oh no, no, don't worry about it. Darling, this happens all the time. It's, it's not like it's live TV. Nobody's watching anyway. I'll tell you what, let me hold this for a second. It's all right. It's a microphone, you can let go. Go over there, really think about your question. And when you get it, I'll be right here. Come on back, I'll answer it. As simple as that. All right, mm-hmm. check your thing. Uh, Cena introduces one of his partners, Shawn Michaels. Uh, Sean welcomes Cena to the snake pit that is Monday Night Raw. And he says, don't worry, I've made the call. I've got the third man. Break it down! <laughs> no, that's not where my mind went. I know. Instantly my mind went, oh, it's Hogan, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's straight where my mind went, but yeah. part of me was like, imagine. Well, literally, that's me now. It's going to be fucking Hogan, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But imagine if it were. Fucking break it down! Oh, yeah. Well, it's coming now. It's not far away. Not far away. Stop crotch dropping. <laughs> uh, Maria, though, she, she suddenly remembers a question. And he's finally said a partner. Well, she's been stood there while they've just been talking. Uh, because her gimmick, as I said, is I'm thick as shit. Bless her. Yeah. Uh, we see Edge and Lita escaping backstage, and Lita goes for a bag, and the door closes. And it's got to be Kane. How did he get in there so fast? But, well, he's. Yeah, that's one thing, right? Because, I don't know, he must have lapped him. As they were chasing him, they must have gone through one door and he went round Arena. Maybe. But that's fucking longer, surely. Fast, isn't it? Oh, it's quick. Fucking. Use his powers. It's, it's the fucking. He rang his brother. His, bro- his, his brother that's te- cheating. teleported him and that. Um, but, a bit rapey, this, isn't it, Glenn? Mr. Mayor. What's wrong? Do you need to catch your breath? Do you need to breathe? Huh? <laughs> 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 Because I'm gonna squeeze every last breath out of you. Take my time doing it. This is just the beginning. <laughs> 
know. A bit rapey. I went, how Edulita, the heels. Right. The thing is, do you know what? My, going through my mind is that in WBK fame storyland, Kane's already raped Lita. This will worse. <laughs> in a weird way. Do yeah. you know what I mean? I didn't, it, do you know what I mean? Because obviously it's not, we haven't seen no, like, it's just, it's, they've made you believe that that's what's happened. He made her pregnant. She didn't want to have sex with him. He forced himself upon her. But you saw this. This was visual. And this was like, oh, Glenn, rapey that much. Okay, now. You were getting a bit. I bet he went like that with Katie Vick. I'm going to choke you. And I'm going to fucking breathe every ounce of that, take every ounce of breath out of you. I'm like, oh, yeah, you bastard. And then he goes, this is only beginning. Go oh, on. How are them two, the heels, in this? Because uh, we want Matt. That's how they're the but, heels. I've just way. been a heel for ages, now he is a slag. Have you ever played the Mario games? Mm-hmm. Right? Edge is Mario, Lita's Princess Peach, Kane's Bowser. Edge is saving his princess from the fucking monster. Yeah, but he didn't know, did he? He did. He didn't. He did. He didn't. He did. He took his princess away from Matt Hardy. But Matt Hardy's not there. Lita's a slag. But that's why they're heels. Lita's a slag. That's the gimmick. You're a good girl. Edge has, <laughs> Edge has been ill for a bit. Edge has always been ill. Edge went money at bank and became a cocky dick. Right, even more cocky dick, but a bit paranoid and stuff. That paranoia's kind of gone now. He's got this cocky attitude about him because he's got a slag on his arm. Right? They ain't faces. How can they be faces? Kane's, Kane's the face Kane's man. Kane's a raping monster. Yeah, but he lost his baby. But he's a raping... Snitsky booted it into grad. It wasn't his fault. All right. Master lock time. Tadgers. Don't end well. 14k. I'm bored. Of the Master I'm bored, but he's uh, not so much a shit Lex Luger anymore. It's time for someone to break it. It is. Who? Maven's been released. Exactly. Well, he yeah, he could do it now before he gets phone call. <laughs> Just and then he won't Chris get Purr's phone call. It. Chris Purr's in it. Film, someone film it. <laughs> and then he won't get a phone call. Uh, we go backstage and we see the Diva Search finalists. Women, tits. Yay, tits. <laughs> You'll hear that a lot from me, this should build. Uh, and then it's time for the cabana. Uh, Carlito comes out and uh, he's on about the co- the cabana's going to replace the highlight reel as the number one show on Raw. And he goes, but don't worry, there's going to be no fuzzy here. Hey. Uh, Carlito has also replaced Shelton as the Raw's IC champion. Uh, but not all news is great because Bischoff gave Carlito some bad news. His guest tonight is the final draft lottery pick to come to Raw. It's an injured Rob Van Dam. I forgot he was there. But Eric Bischoff didn't want me to make a big prediction out of it. So let's just bring this person out. Ladies and gentlemen, the final draft lottery pick, whatever. Let's get him out here. A lemon? What? Coach, do you have any ideas? Let's go. Oh, my God. Yeah. What's with 
shirt. I hate that shirt. I thought, I thought ECW was done. Obviously, RVD didn't get the memo. We love to live in the past. But ECW is alive and well. Well, I knew he was still on SmackDown, but I, never, I don't ever remember this. the ECW still branded Rob Van Dam. Yeah. Trading af, so soon after One Night Stand. I remember he comes back to Raw after his injury, because he's on Raw when he wins Money in the Bank. Yeah, and he's on Raw but when I he beats I don't remember title, him getting drafted. That's, well, that was surprising to me. He has. Man. He has. Um, Van Damme says once he's healthy, Raw needs to be ready for Mr. The Return of Mr. Monday Night. And Carlito goes, oh, that's cute. <laughs> funny, it's funny how he said it. Um, the truth is, you're still injured. And Carlito, I like it that way. And then he kicks him and he's like, yes. Go on, Carlito. Love Carlito. Up next, main event time, it is Kurt Angle versus Ric Flair. Now, these two had a right scrap. I love that WWE gave them a nice amount of time to have a proper meaty technical mm. couldn't keep get, trying to uh, struggle out of each other's all sliver the way out flare sometimes through a couple of tactics uh, let's that's say that's why he's the dirtiest player right. he's brilliant and then towards the end flare kicked out the angle slam he survived the ankle lock and then angle survives the figure four an undetected low blow suplex got a flare of two Angle finally wins in the end with the ankle lock because there was no way that you knew the way Flair was going over. Your brand new draft pick was going to lose to Ric Flair. Ric Flair doesn't win much these days unless he's got Batista or or, or Hunter. Well, that's it. Flair's not going to win many more. Hence why we're not that far away till it's let's start the retirement path. Do you know what I mean? Where few and that's when he wins. He wins loads, doesn't he? Well, it's after. Is it next Mania? Or is it one after? One after, I think. Well, we got a couple of years out of him, yeah. He's, 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 I'm still got, he's still got... I think he still needs to get divorced, married, divorced, married yet before he leaves. <laughs> Somewhat like that. Um, we see more Diva Search bollocks. Oh, actually, before that, did you notice that we got an advertisement for the SmackDown title? So they'll advertise... But Big Show was still in it. So they had, yeah. they had a graphic for well, SmackDown's they title. They pre-recorded that. Yeah, but they could have before... They didn't have to show it. People are going to watch SmackDown anyway. If you're watching Raw, you're going to watch Smackers, especially in this era. I'd like to probably think in this era as well. Why would you not watch other? Why would you only watch one? It doesn't make sense because there's things that's going to happen on the other show. Yeah. So you would, for storyline for story continuity, you'd, you'd have to watch them both. But I don't understand well, why they advertise well, for us, it's like, read results, see if it's worth watching. No, I'm more of a... To see what TikTok tells me these days. <laughs> I tell you. Uh, we're backstage with, with Big Tom Grisham and Big Dave, the WWE World Heavyweight Champion, sharing the same lineage of, as Seth Rollins, is it? Yeah. yeah. I do like that new belt, not going to lie. It's... It looked mint next to yours, Joe, if you bought that, the, the new version and displayed them both together. Yeah, I think I'm going to get that for the same price I bought that one. That. It looked good, though. I think it would look good. One each hour. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that wasn't our main event. Tell a lie. It should have been. <laughs> it fucking should it have been. got carried away. So, Todd Grisham's with Big Dave. Um, he says he's got holes in his back and his head and every inch of his body kills him from last night. And he says, Hunter and the Cell, they took something from him last night. And then Todd goes, was it worth it? And he goes, you bet your ass it was. And the world they're doing champion, baby. And I'm like, yeah, I love it. I love this, Dave. I love this, Batista. Now it's main event time. Without further ado, 
Let me introduce to you my favorite tag team partner and soon to be yours, the one, the only. Who is it? The immortal Hulk Hogan! Christian, Tyson Tomko, and Y2J going up against your reigning defending WWF champion. I still like to call it that sometimes. The Fed. <laughs> the Fed. Um, his partners, Shawn Michaels, and the mystery partner. And the crowd kind of knew, didn't they? Yeah. The, the minute when Shawn went the one and only, the crowd, they went from loud to louder. Because, I'm sorry, as much as he's a knobhead and a dickhead and... He's ruined a lot of wrestlers' lives. Organ's still over. Organ walks in tomorrow and still gets a massive pop. It's Organ. Organ's managed to be racist and come back. He's one of the <laughs> biggest names wrestling has ever had. Oh, yeah. But, like, Organ got cancelled and then managed to recover. Hogan's, like, just for that alone, is just... There's not many. There's not many that shit happens to and they managed to go, like... Organ's had a porno with his mate's wife. Right. Yeah, he's been racist about his fucking birds or his brother's girlfriend, his uh, son's daughters. girlfriend or whatever, daughter's boyfriend. Do you know what I mean? He's been done for a lot of shit, right? But yet somehow it's organ, isn't it? <laughs> See, I, I don't ever remember Cena and Hogan <laughs> ever being in the ring at the same See, time together. No, I, I don't, and also my memory only remembers Shawn Michaels and Hogan being in once after. He brings him back against us, and that. Yeah. I don't remember because when they were pausing and doing not because spoiler alert, I was expecting Hogan and his team wins, right? Was, Hogan. Yeah. I was expecting where they were pausing to be that segment where he turns away and then Bosch super kicks him. It didn't happen. Rogan's off the air, them two just pausing. So I'm like, hmm. Must be next week. Fourth of July. Mm. America. But anyway. That is Monday Night Raw. What did you make? How many Mavens? Uh, it, was, it was an okay Raw. Obviously, I didn't expect Triple H to be there. No. Because he was in the fucking war the yes, night before. Absolutely. I'll give it two and a half. Just slap bang it. It was a, it was a show that happened. I'd, say, I'd go with two and a half. I'd go with the two and a half. Yeah. Flair angle match. Fucking yeah. brilliant. Yeah. I'd, I'd go if we're looking at the draft picks as well. Rob Van Dam, that one made me go, hmm, because that does add an interesting more element. Um, uh, Big Show, flat, flat. Yeah. But, but for me, this draft is a, is a bit more of all that SmackDown at the minute. Rose had their bit. They've got yeah, the Cena. They got Cena, they got Angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smackers have got Batista. They've got Coley. Yeah. He's a guy you can build to be a big star. Oh, in the I future. still firmly believe, I firmly believe that Rose won, but I also believe with what happens in the next couple of weeks, SmackDown lose a potential big star that they have their minds on a big being a big star in Mohammed Azan. I think he was yeah. going to be the new like Batista, Taker, 
Booker. He was going to be your next Benoit. He, he could have been the next Sheik. Oh, yes. Iron Sheik. Yes. To seen as Hogan. 100%. But anyway, so we're, out, we're on June the 30th, 2005. Um, so tonight we're going we're gonna to crown the first ever SmackDown champion. champion, it seems. Is it going to be like a title with just SmackDown on the front? I reckon so. Blue as fuck. Great fist in the middle. Blue as fuck. Um, Hassan and Divari, they come out. Um, he says he hates how he's treated in America because they don't feel free. Um, he declares the day of the dead man over and bong, of course. Um, when are heels going to learn? <laughs> don't mention a wrestler by name and they won't come out and interrupt you. Uh, and then he goes, Taker, you may have beaten loads, but you've never beaten me. Divari tries to get a chair shot. Undertaker no-sells it. Of course he does. And it's a choke slam um, for the slave, for the smithers. <laughs> Mr. Burns. An opening match. Shocker, this one for me, because it's last time for a bit that we see Chavo Guerrero being Chavo Guerrero. Yeah. As but it's for the millionth, billionth time. I, I believe it's like 183. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chavo versus Paul London for the Again. title. Um, We've not seen this before. The Mexicals, they come shield style. On the on the fucking lawnmowers, I love it, love it. Don't you think the Spanish FBI? <laughs> <laughs> what do you make then to our little Mexican friends? Just a, a Spanish rip off the FBI. <laughs> yeah, they are, aren't they? Even though the Mexican, I mean, it's three guys that work, but they also wrestle on side. They They've got their own business, all, don't they? They look rough, like super crazy. He's got fat. Psychosis, put your mask back on. And Uvi, I don't know, Uvi just looks like, they look like they've all been on drugs. Especially Psychosis. They all look like Psychosis. He looks like he's had a lot of fucking smack. <laughs> he looks weathered. <laughs> he's very, very down weathered. on the smack. But yeah, we get a DQ and then uh, the Mexicals, they clear house and introduce themselves. Um, we get Uvi, Psychosis and Super Crazy, fat, very fat, Super Crazy. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, I suppose, going back to earlier at the start with all the cruiserweights getting a at least we've got removed. some new cruiserweights. We've got three more for three potential new opponents with what we've got left, which isn't much. <laughs> uh, we're backstage. Eddie says he was smiling last week because he knows the truth, and tonight Ray's going to beg him to tell the truth. And then we see Melina stretching with Nitro and Mercury. Um, M and M having a good look at M. And she's having a, she's having a scrap tonight. He's uh, making an in-ring debut with WWE, I believe, for yeah. Melina against Michelle McTaker. Of all the people to make your debut against. Ooh. But then again, it's SmackDown. Who are the strong women wrestlers on SmackDown? Is, yeah, but is that are they trying to push that as a thing now? Do you know what I mean? Like she well, gets like she hits a bit of power bomb, so it's a move, right? I know it's supposed to move, and she gets the cheap victory over Melina gets the win, holding the ropes. But are we going to try and now push like legitimate wrestling as a SmackDown thing? Because for the last two, three years. It's, it's just, just been, been tits. Tits and storylines revol revolving around tits, so. You want to fuck my dad? I'm going to beat you up. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Post-match, Eminem come in and the, the Undertaker's not going to be happy with that. Pissed off with that. During a few years down the line, if I ever see Johnny All Elite Wrestling ever again, I'm going to ask kick the fuck out of him. What's his fucking name in there now? John, Johnny Elite, is it? Why not join Dynamite? Nitro to Dynamite. Johnny fucking, what do they call that new Saturday one? Collision, Johnny Collision. Yes, come at me. I love how they use it. Have you seen that? Nitro. They're using Elton John Saturday Night Live yeah. for theme tune. Love that. Love that. All over that. 
Um, we see Eddie Guerrero, he comes out. He says, last week people thought he were a loser, but the only loser is Rey Mysterio. Uh, and then we see um, some footage involving Rey's family members. Uh, Eddie's at a playground. It happens to be at Rey's son's Dominic's daycare. Um, Eddie wanders in. Um, yeah, just randomly allowed in. And he's like, uh, does Dominic like secrets and bedtime stories, making himself sound like a right nonce? <laughs> Roll Ferris, lock him up. He gives Dominic some uh, sweets and promises him a bedtime story that he'll never forget. And then we get a little creepy smile. It's like, hmm, you tree. Can you guess what it is? <laughs> it's a bit you tree. Uh, back in the arena, uh, Eddie asks Ray if he should tell everyone their little secret. Um, Q, Ray comes out. He's like, don't go there, come on. We don't need to talk about this. Ray gets on his knees, he's begging. And then Eddie pulls out some sweets. Like, yeah, chew on that, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Like, what's the secret? What's this? I don't know. Back in the day. No, no, obviously, no, knowing what we know now, now mm. it is. It makes everything all yeah. make sense. But back then, it's like, what the fuck could this be? Is Dominic actually a child? Is, it, is, is, is he a robot? Some, I think it's got to be something that's it. It's, Eddie knows a secret about Dominic. Do you know what I mean? That, that's that's the be all and end all in it. So every, but what is that secret? Only time will tell and I can't wait to find out. I wonder if like, Dominic's really a girl. Well, He's got two cocks. Or Ray and his wife are actually from Alabama. They're all related. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Eddie and Vicky are brother and sister. No, Ray and Ray and his wife are brother and sister. Yeah. 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 I'd be a mean one. That that one you won't put that past Vince, would you? Well, you know, he wanted to be Stephanie's kid's mm-hmm. dad. And Michael, with a, a, a quite a lot of time left on the show, so you know this is gonna be a long drawn out match because yeah. it's elimination. It is for the brand new SmackDown title, JBL, Booker T, Undertaker, Mohammed Hassan, Chris Benoit, and which this one fucking Replacing the big show. Yeah, this one made me go, ooh. Last week, I made this SmackDown Championship match a six-man elimination match. Well, with the big show being drafted to Raw, you lose one and you gain one, player. So the six-man for this match will be the latest draft lottery pick, ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you, Christian. Christian? Christian? No! Captain Charisma? Yeah, there he is! Oh, wait a minute! Christian, getting a shot at the SmackDown Championship here tonight on his first night on SmackDown. I think that's cool. How about this Captain Charisma? He's got pinks everywhere, this guy. Oh, man. Or is Pete going to be following here to SmackDown? I, I just... Christian. Yes. What I a don't pick for SmackDown. remember that one. What a draft for SmackDown. Yes. Fucking love this draft, mate. It's brilliant. Because there's loads I don't remember. Like, I remember Cena going over and Batista went over way. But there's loads like Rob Van Damme and that's when we got, that's what I said at the start. This one hell of a draft for me, this one. Because I don't remember it. <laughs> um, I'm not going through the entire fucking match because... Spoiler alert, they ain't no SmackDown title. Teddy Long just pulled a fucking fast one on us all. Um, yeah, and last two men are JBL and Booker T. JBL wins. Teddy Long comes out and says, actually, JBL, you're not the champion. You're just the number one contender to the final draft pick of the 2005 draft lottery. The world heavyweight champion, Big Dave Batista. 
get in there. The first draft pick, this the is, WWE champion, yes, the last one, the world's heavyweight looking champion. Looking forward to this as well. Well, the first, that's it, the first and last. Uh, because I'm looking forward to this more because I'm very, like I've spoken about before, dipped in and out of it for 2005, six, seven, proper dipped in and out. So be interesting to see if, I, because I'm, let's see how good Batista is and he's, when he's not feuding with Triple H. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? See Because that's all we've known him as. What else to come with oh, oh. Let's see what the character will be because it's, it's a lot to take on. He's now got, he's the head of this brand now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's the world champion. He's the, he's head the, of the face brand. of SmackDown. That's it. That's it. Um, but yeah, so SmackDown goes off the air with JBL pissed off because he thought he was brand new world champion and he's not. Uh, but yeah, what did you make? How many Mavens? It was decent smackers. The, you made a mistake on the who was the last two. It was actually Christian and JBL. Oh, my bad. Christian uh, eliminated Bucky via rolled up holding so, the tights and then walked yes. into a, turned around and uh, closed like yes, well. That's the one. So I'll let you off for that because it happened all within 30 seconds. <laughs> yes. That's probably what my notes said. <laughs> The best bit about SmackDown was literally Christian's here. Mm. Big fucking Dave's here. Mm. Two good picks. Two good picks. That brings SmackDown, Smackdown back round. had the stronger last that two. That does. That brings SmackDown back round for me. Yeah. They had the stronger last two. Mm. Christian Batista, yeah. Big Show and White Van Man, mm. who's injured. <laughs> yeah. I think... Smackdown a, swung it about because at the start they weren't looking good to losing Cena, Carlito Angle lot, yeah Angle wasn't looking good but I think Batista and Christian Christian like I said that's one's gone under my radar that this is brand new to me well it's not long he's not he and I fucked up soon isn't it soon by October is, uh, is it after the next Taboo Tuesday I think it is you know well, I, think it was, I think it was a DVD extra on the Taboo Tuesday where he said he was quitting or it would DVD extra on some on one of them. Raiders, I quit. Yeah, at the end of it. And then you never see him again. Well, you do, obviously, eventually in ECW, but yeah. Might be Great American Bash. Cause I, I don't know. Surely he has that 90 day no compete. Mm hmm. In October is when he debuts in TNA. It can't be far away then. Can't be far away then. Anyway, shall we move on then to some more Monday Night Raw? Happy America Day. Guest on the cabana will be Hulk Hogan. So what you gonna do when Hulkamania runs wild? It is very good. Fuck yeah! It is the fourth of July, two thousand and five, and we start off with Carlitos Cabana. Um, he talks about tonight all being the 4th of July and how big a star Hogan is. Um, Hogan comes out, um, he's lit, Carlito's listing off Hogan's accomplishments in a, in a, in a the only way Carlito can. Um, Hogan comes out, he brings up the reality TV show, which is kind of the main reason why he's back. Forgot yeah. to add this. He's got this thing on VH1, it's doing right well. I got a show on VH1, brother. Yeah. I want my daughter to be a single, brother. She's a shit single, but I want to be a single, brother. Um, and then uh, Carlito, <laughs> it was brilliant. He say he goes, "Where's Brooke? Why didn't you bring her?" And Hogan gets like, "Don't talk about my daughter." And he's like, "No one gives a fuck about Brooke." He's like, "Is she sexually active?" 
but he's not having that because obviously Brooks 16 um, and Hogan punches him square in the face. Cuker Angle, um, he doesn't approve of Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. Uh, that fans are praising that more than him. Um, he made Shawn tap uh, at WrestleMania just like he made Hogan tap the last time they faced. Now he wants to make Brooke tap. <laughs> he gets a clock clocked in face and all. Um, the double yeah, team Kurt is wants on. to make a tap for a different reason. The double team is on. Shawn makes the save and I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's this tonight This one then. then is it. All right. Up next is Edge and Snitsky versus Kane and the Big Show. A team that we go on to see team a lot. Yeah, not exactly the unholy alliance. No, no. Um, Chokeslam on Snitsky. Snitsky's taking a lot of losses. I feel like well, we're done. Are you going to give Edge these losses? No, of course. That's why it's yeah, tag yeah, matches. Yeah, 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 true. Yeah, but could you get give Big Show the losses and let Edge and Snitsky win? I don't. I feel for him. It was it weren't his fault. He kicked a kid, and now look, he's getting Did squashed. He kick- week in, week out. He was pushed. <laughs> Uh, we're backstage and Sean comes into Bischoff's office and we find the tag match is official. And then we see the heartthrobs, they're hitting on Lillian. Um, she needs a bit of comfort after Viscera fuck it, fucked her off at Vengeance. Um, I <laughs> feel And I love This it. is why you don't shit where you eat. They hit a great line and they went, uh, we'll make Viscera scream, no, no, no. If Lillian likes what she sees, she can scream low, low, low. I don't, I don't, I don't, what's that? Low, low, low. I don't know. I don't know. Is that the Apple Bottom Jeans song? Maybe, maybe. As it up next, it is Viscera versus the Heartthrobs. Uh, Lillian, she's crying as Viscera makes his entrance. Bless her, how she introduces him there. <laughs> and from Harlem, New York, winning at 485 pounds, Viscera. It's obvious that oh, Lillian's still got feelings for Viscera. Oh, come on, Jamie, stop the pain. It's Viscera. <laughs> Bless her. Um, she's really selling that story, though. Yeah, oh, definitely. She's that. putting her effort in. She's putting effort in. Because she, she must have not be comfortable with it to begin with. Joey Vince is like, <laughs> Lillian. I got her right. You're going to put fall in love with Vissera. We're going to put you in Vissera. Um, but yeah, the heart problems, they start beating on Vissera. The refs had enough DQ. Um, yeah. Is this. What, what? Where do we go from here? Are they going to get back together and sail off into the sunset happy ever after? Yeah, or I don't think so. Is this it? Do you know what I mean? I think she's just going to fucking... This it? Nah, she's just going to have to... Swallow, yeah. pride, fucking... Stiffen, it up, stiffen that upper lip and that. Yeah. There has been an 11-person trade between Raw and SmackDown. Chavo Guerrero is now on Raw, who is now... He's done something different with his hair. Not, let's say he's... Um, He's not Hispanic anymore. Our guest this evening, the newest member to the Raw roster, Chavo Guerrero. Good day, good day. Hola, Chavo. My first question is, did you do something different? What did you call me? Chavo. Chavo. Well, that's the first thing different about me. I'm no longer known as Chavo. See, as Chavo, my achievements haven't really lived up to my ability. There's no question that my ability has always been up here. But my achievements have kind of been down here. Now I know, let's be honest, there's only one place to put the blame, and, and that's on the Hispanic people. No, yeah, yeah. The Hispanic people have done nothing but support me and stand behind me all over the world. But you and I know what real America thinks about the Hispanics. And I started thinking about it, and. 
this perception has done nothing but rub off on me and, and, and hold me down, hold me back. So I have decided to denounce my Hispanic heritage and I've decided to join middle class America. Apple pie, 4th of July, that's, that's, that's now me. I've also decided to not be known as Chavo Guerrero. I have legally and proudly changed my name to Kerwin White. Yeah. Maria, is it? What, what, what is that? What nationality is that? It's oh, oh, I know exactly what that is. That's, that's, that's stupid. Just like you. Stupid. Uh, he's denounced his heritage. And the one I want to go is Kerwin White. Because I'm not saying so. it. No, you can't, mate, you can't. It's all, you can't like, how's that gone away with being on TV? Because it's, he's Latino and saying it. So it's not racist if a black man says it. <laughs> the black man whites up and says white things. White face is okay. Oh, uh, I get you. <laughs> I love it. I Black face is wrong. But you've seen them uh, Navy SEAL adverts. Yes. Yes. That's cool as fuck. Mm. So the trade to Raw. Now, this is funny because go on to the original news that we spoke about at the start. Yeah. So to Raw, Jindrak. <laughs> for 24 hours. Kenzo says okay. For 24 hours. Hiroko. Chavo Guerrero. Rene Dupree and Danny Basham. Of all the teams, of all the people, like, why split the Bashams up? The Basham. No one gives a fuck about them individually. No. Not many people care about them as a team, really, so individually. It's like when they split it up. Well, they're Enzo. a key point of velocity. It's like Enzo and Big Cass when they got split up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We just about cared about them because they had a funny thing. We just about care about Bashams because they're both bold and look same. Even though one looks like guys from two bites, the other one. But they're both like twin brothers, even though they're not related. Yes. Um, so to SmackDown, Stephen Richards, Simon Dean, mm-hmm. Sylvain Grenier, Candice Michelle, and Tip. William Regal. Yay! I feel like, even though SmackDown. Oh, we get fucking pirates soon. Yes, yes, yes. I feel like even though like Rose SmackDown's last, like Jindrak Dupree, Basham and Kenzo no, and no. Charvo, I feel They've like SmackDown's got Charvo, the better deal getting Dupree really... and Basham. Yeah, but I feel like SmackDown's got the better deal just by getting Regal alone. Hundred <laughs> percent. And Candice, she can see on TV. Yeah, uh, we then see a little advert because it's Fourth of July and the Rosie. Uh, the Rosie, yeah, and the Hurricane, and the St- Super Stacy. They don't want you to burn your fingers. So it's firework safety. Firework safety. Always firework safety. Leave it to trained professionals. Mm. Unless you're absolutely shit-faced. Yes. Um, John Cena is backstage with Maria. He's telling her not to worry about what someone named Kerwin thinks about her. Uh, Cena, it's on her a little bit. Maria smiles. I'm like, oh, is that going to be John Cena's first love interest then, is it? We shall see. But Michael, I feel like you enjoyed this next bit. Uh, Chris Jericho comes out for highlight reel. Uh, he wants to have a special guest, just like Carlito. Uh, so he has a big music star of his own. That would be John Cena. 
John Cena, he's, he says uh, he's got a concert coming up in Philadelphia. At John Cena concert? This is like a rap show. Nice. And um, Jericho, download. Yeah, he says uh, he was on the same stage as Sabbath, but he wasn't. Download 2005. Fozzie were the second band on the second stage back when they had only had three three stages. Okay. The second band on the second stage on the Friday afternoon. So that was the second band to play the weekend on the yeah. small stage. It was in a small tent at that time. And Jericho claimed he played on the same stage as Sabbath, <laughs> Slipknot, and <laughs> System, every down, who were the headliners. And I guess they all played on like the big stage. They, obviously. Because <laughs> you've heard of them. <laughs> Cena comes out. No uh, one gives a fuck about Fozzy. Yeah. And I also I don't feel like no one really gives a fuck about Jericho versus Cena. Because Jericho doesn't stand a chance. I don't think he's believable anymore. Was he ever believable? Like when he beat Austin and Rock on the same night to win... I don't think it was believable then. Was he believable then as a world champion? I don't think he was. The minute Hunter come back and Hunter were healthy and Hunter won the Rumble, instantly you knew that there ain't no chance Jericho's winning this. I feel like Jericho now is more believable. Rumble. I thought, oh, so Rock's, it's going to be Rock versus Rumble winner. Oh. Then I thought, oh, it's going to be Stone Cold versus Rumble winner. Versus Triple H. Oh. Hmm. Exactly. Triple H versus Jericho. That's the thing. I don't know. Jericho's always been alright. <laughs> Even though it yeah. was, that feud I've was enjoy- mainly I enjoy Triple H Jericho. versus Stephanie featuring Jericho. Yeah. But I enjoy Jericho's work. I always have been. Been a good fan of his for years. It's, Even now I enjoy his work. But I don't know. He's always been... He's not mid-card. See, it's he's believable. Not, he was believable to be the first AEW yeah. champion. I'd say he's main event. Oh yeah, 100%. Because he was one of their biggest star. Because um, everyone else was... Beneath him. Yeah. yeah, but I say he's the biggest star. But there is bigger stars, a lot bigger stars than Jericho. But Jericho still—that's not taking away how good Jericho is. Um. Anyway, moving on. Uh, it's Diva Search, Sergeant Slaughter, Bikini Boot Camp time. Yay, tits! <laughs> um, they go over the course. Yeah, we've got jumping jacks, potato sack, jump rope. The winner gets immunity from being eliminated. Uh, coach demonstrates and gets a time of forty-eight seconds. Uh, the women all go. One of them falls. She gets DQ'd. Because the tit falls out. That was the best run. That yeah. was the best run. Uh, Elizabeth wins. Um, and that took up like 20 minutes TV time. Yeah. She won it in 35 Yay. seconds. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what a bouncing. Walk out. Like The thing is, and this is my issue with the diva search. And I said it last time when Christy Emmy won. They're going to eventually put her in a match. And she's going to look like shit. They did that and that happened. And that's what's going to happen with... Who's the winner? Oh, but I suppose this one, it's Ashley, in it? Yeah. And she actually is a wrestler. So they do strike lucky with this one. But on... Well, she does She does do wrestling move next week, I think it is. Mm. But Sergeant Slaughter's boot camp, what is this, NXT? It's... You know I mean? Let's see him do some jumping jacks. Yeah, let's see them boobies shake. It's for yeah. the perverts of the world. And um, the sat, sat race, bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. <laughs> Uh, up next, Rene Dupree versus Val Venus. And Rene Dupree, I, I don't know, I felt, was he coming out to La Resistance's music or is that his music? That's the music he's always been coming out to. Did they, So there's changed? No. They kept the same music. They've all been coming out to They've same music. They've all came music, out to the same they? music. <laughs> Why have I just realised? Rene had different Titantron 
to yeah, the other bell I'm going to say this was still a bell end song. And I'm like, hang on a minute, what? And the fact that they've drafted Sylvan to Smackers, it's like, why not just reunite the three yeah, bell ends? That's it. That's it. Well, where's, where's fucking. What happens with. Just look, uh, at me. Just look at me now. It's busy trying to look like George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Renee gets the victory, of course he does. Oh, it's um, Uncle Val. Um, and that leads us on to our main event. It is Kurt Angle and Carly versus Shawn Michaels and the Hulkster. Of course, Hulk Hogan loses because he always likes to... I put in no effort on the motherfucker. put, put on the new talent, doesn't he? Do you know what I mean? Uh, after the match, this is the moment that we thought about that happened last week. Last week, week but it's this week. Um, it's the posing, the posing, giving it the big end. Hogan turns away for a second, kind of sells it before Michaels hits him. Switching music, Michaels stares at him. Um, cr- crowd is It's like his new gimmick now. It's like, I'm going to kick you. And I'm just going to stand there like, oh. Yeah. I will say this, what a huge night it has been here on Raw for the great 4th of July. What a great night, I hate to say it for Hulk Hogan and John Michaels. And guys, it was fun and it was electric here tonight. And what a night. Another reason Raw is the number one show on all the table TV. We thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Michaels at SummerSlam? Box office fucking draw. Of course it is. It's on par with fucking um, Rock Rock Hogan. Of it is. Icon versus Icon. Sting versus Sting. Good Sting! Couldn't get me phone out quick enough earlier. I'd seen a number plate. It went S-T-1-1-E-N-G. It's Sting! (laughs) (laughs) Feel like Tony Schiavone just drove past. Uh, well, yeah, the, how, it was, it, how many mavens? For that row, probably two. I mean, I know I said this in the last row, but no Triple H. Um, this one's really showing it. Plays a big, big part. Big part. Like, our number one contender for the Drew title is Jericho. And... Like I said, I don't know. I've seen a Jericho. We've had kind of had this already. We've seen a Jericho Christian. Yeah, it's and the... we've had seen a Jericho before. Maybe mm. granted that was seen as rookie year, but I don't rate want to see rap God Cena versus having a metal band. No. Huh? I've got a band. It's the battle of a music. That's the feud. The feud is over live music. Who's the better live musician? Cena. <laughs> That's coming from a rock fan. <laughs> and how many Mavens? Two. Two. Oh, last the oh, oh, we're going downhill. Oh shit. Uh, moving on then, July the seventh, two thousand and five, smack of the down. Uh, JBL comes out. He says he's a number one contender, but I'm not scared of the animal because TikTok time's ticking on Batista's time as world heavyweight champion, and it's time for a, for the man who looks like Tarzan to fight like Jane. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, JBL's music though starts up. And it's like, ah, this is where it's that bit where they get the revenge and Stephen Richards hits him right hard with a chair. BW come out. 
give it big and end up spray painting JBL's limo. Obviously, that leads to what what happens a bit later with Dush. Some of that you can't pick on my pal. <laughs> Even though we both watched that Stephen Richards interview. The thing is as well, um, yeah, there's a Stephen Richards interview, which is a great piece where he talks about it, saying that I didn't mean to and he never would fuck off because she did. It's in right hard. And I, I went back, because he mentioned Al Snow, and I went back and watched it again. And you can see, actually, after JBL opens up Mina, he say, whispers something to Al Snow, and Al Snow gives JBL the biggest dead eye. And I'm like, as he told him, like, I'm going to kill him. He's like, no, just leave it. You can't. We're on TV sort of thing. But, oof, I'll get my revenge with chair. Don't you worry. Like, there was to stop all the... There was going to be a lawsuit and everything. Yeah. Lumini was going to well, fuck him and he's like, well... Yeah, been drinking. Yeah. Unsafe working value. He's like, that's it. He's like, well, I, how's about... We'll put you on TV. We'll give you a victory over him. Granted, it'll be a bit shit, eh? But it, you're not going to... Blue Mean is still in the wrestling database. Blue Mean still holds a victory over JBL on SmackDown. Who's, JBL who's just come off the longest reigning champion in SmackDown history. It's not a bad win for Blue Mean, that is it? Probably the best Probably win his, of his career. Had his last match in 99 when he was running with Gold Dust. When he called him Mam. <laughs> blue that, that blue Dust. Blue Dust. Blue Dust versus Gold Dust. Went back last 99. Valentine's Massacre, that fucking massacre. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So we get a lot of uh, BWO stuff, JBL and Orlando Jordan. Obviously, that's going to lead on to a little bit later. Um, up next, number one contender for the US title, Chris Benoit versus Booker T. Booker taps to the crossface. So you know, you know, you're number one contender, Chris Benoit. Take that. Yeah. Take that. I think I'll see how this that's, goes. That's exactly how, where he fits in it. He coming over to SmackDown, that's where he fits perfect like, in the US title. And you, you can elevate the US oh, title. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. To what it was in the WCW days, what the IFC title used to be. Oh, 100%. 100%. But I'm looking forward to seeing how they build this US title match for Great American Bash. Mm. Spoiler alert, they fucking don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mysterio, he comes up to Eddie in the back and asks him to rethink things. Um, Eddie feigns ignorance, so Ray lays it out to him. He begs Eddie not to do this, but Eddie needs a partner tonight to face Eminem. Um, so it's blackmail <laughs> all of a sudden Eddie and Ray are tag team fucking partners again on the hunt for the belts <laughs> fact, well it's like hey let's uh, forget about this secret essay let's let's get the tag belts back That's from it. them two motherfuckers he's like, he's like I love you Ray and all I want is the best for you and Dominic and then it's like see you out there partner it's like I don't trust him do not fucking trust him uh, Eddie's it, such a fucking brilliant cunt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we then see Mohamed and Davare there rant about the six-man match last week. Uh, Hazan was never eliminated and he should be number one contender to Batista. Instead, Teddy Long puts him in a number one contender's match with The Undertaker. And it's like... Hold oh, on, I'm going to play. God, this is it, isn't it? This yeah. is it. Not just that, but this is it, isn't it? This is like, we're not going to see much more of Mohamed. Not going to see much more. Uh, and then we get to JBL versus Blue Mini, which we spoke about earlier. Um, it, it's JBL battering Blue Mini for 10 minutes and then referee distractions. Uh, Steve Richards gets a chair shot in and oh my God, does he get a chair shot Beautiful in. Beautiful chair JBL's shot. busted all open. Blue Mini moonsault after JBL comes in with a spine buster. Not, the animal comes in with a spine buster onto JBL. Massive assist for Blue Mini. Blue Mini moonsault. Gets the victory, as I said, he holds a victory over JBL. Is it me, or did Batista look a lot thinner here? Is that just because your Blue Mini's in ring? And he's filling a lot of space? Probably. I reckon so. I reckon so. Um, yeah, so we avoided a lawsuit. Yeah. But JBL, it's not really going to hurt him because 
of Batista, Batista interfered. Yeah. It was Batista that put him down. It's all right, that. And I enjoyed it. I, enjoy, I like when those that win shouldn't win. And I liked Blue Mina getting a win over JBL. He deserved it from JBL being a cunt on live TV. Yes. Absolutely. Deserved it. It's like, don't sue. Hey, this is what we'll do. That's, hey, that, that should be a fucking lawyer firm fucking name, that. Uh, no, no, because they want you to sue, don't they? If you don't sue, they ain't getting paid. <laughs> uh, tag title time, Eminem. If you want to sue, this is what we'll do. This is what we'll do. Uh, tag title time, Eminem versus Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero. Of course, what happens, you expect to happen. But then it like has a twist because very rarely in these sort of situations does one guy drop down, doesn't make the tag, he fucks off. Very rarely does that then what one guy left have an almighty comeback and potentially look like he's going to win. Yeah. So the guy that left, I need to come back to make sure he don't win because I don't really want to be tag team titles with a cunt because I only did this to set him up. Mysterio is in a world of trouble here. Mysterio whipped off the rope, ducks underneath the big clothesline. With his tilt the world here, that's it! Hurricane Rana into the second rope! Tilt the world, hamstrings him! Ray's gonna pull it off! Come on, Ray! 619! He got it! 619 connecting! Come on, Ray Ray! Ray's gonna win the ring over the title by himself! Mysterio to the top rope! Straight by! Dropping the dime! He's gonna get it! He's got it! He's got it! Warriors won! It's Rebsu is the ultimate underdog, isn't it? <laughs> they were brilliant. Like, I'm not having tag, I'm leaving yet fucking you off. Ray gets battered, and all of a sudden it's like, no, Ray's come back. Gonna, Ray's gonna win. And, and he's like, button mash all the buttons, Shit. come back. I can't let this happen. I need to stop this from happening. Button mashing all the buttons for the comeback. Mm. That's what it is. But he accidentally presses the uh, interference button again. That's it. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was fantastic. And it, it because, like I said, it was like, it's just another. It's another layer of the storyline where is it actually going to be mates again? Where we all knew that Eddie's Eddie, but you knew it was coming. Yeah, but is this going to be one time where it doesn't happen and it makes you think for a week or two that oh actually, and then it happens? Do you know what I mean? Because Eddie's Eddie. But for example, like this, it were like walking away. I think oh, it's just a standard generic team splits up. Do you know what I mean? You should have made the tag, but then I fucked off. I couldn't make the tag. But for Eddie to come back. To stop Beer from winning were brilliant. Like, I don't like I don't want to be tag champions with you. I did this. I want to fuck you up. just come. to set you up. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. Up next, the debut. Of Which the... is still weird that it's his debut. Oh, Even it's... when it were Raw and SmackDown back in the day where all storylines were pushed across them both. Yeah. This was his SmackDown debut. One on one in the ring. Against. Mama Mama. In his last Mama Mama. <laughs> Um, what were Regal's music, man? Mmm. That weren't Regal mm. music. Uh, it's a new dawn, it's a new day. Please welcome one of the newest members to SmackDown, William Regal. Oh, oh, oh. Among a number of raw superstars to come to SmackDown in a huge trade. Just head to WWE.com for all the details. Hey, Regal's got to be happy. It, it would have been Regal's SmackDown debut, may I add, if it weren't for all our FBI Whatever FBI, Alexa, what's FBI in Spanish? <laughs> Mexico. 
Um, Regal, he quite liked it that they all jumped on Matt Morgan and were beating him up. Uh, Regal, I could see Regal being the manager of fucking uh, the fucking Mexico. It, it just Regal, just like, a good, Regal good on Matt like, yeah, go on, let's have a, have a good. One. Yeah, and then psychosis with his line: "Your ass is grass." Now, X Pac used to use this line. Yeah, smoke yes, it. these were your ass is grass and weight lawnmowers. Fucking <laughs> brilliant! But yeah, that's done for Matt Morgan. We'll never see him again on WWE shows. He goes to be the blueprint and have quite the successful run in TNA. Yep. And then gets his sperm shot up into space. Because <laughs> why not? Because wrestling. Because wrestlers, because they're all a bit odd. But let's send your DNA to space. Like... Up next. Time to get a little bit serious, isn't it? The greater good. Mmm. Hussan Tombstone Power Driver. Talk about a sacrifice. The cover. It is over. The Undertaker impressive, but an emotionless. The Undertaker. Why is Muhammad Hussan smiling and grinning? What is he doing? What the hell is this? Well, everyone knows about it. It's one of them things. So it's it's Davari versus Undertaker because Hassan shits well, himself. Backstage, Hassan's like, tonight, you're going to be a sacrifice. The sacrificial lamb. For the greater good. And I like bar. That's the issue though, isn't it? That's the thing. Like we spoke about this in length, haven't we? Um, it's one of them things where in 2005, 9-11 is still a bit raw. It's probably still is raw now. There's a lot of people that died. So, but it's still very raw and for this to happen on the same day that July 7th bombings happened in, in, London. in London which is just a coincidence do you know what I mean there's yeah, nothing, do, nothing WWE could have but they had time to remove it but they didn't they just they just put a little fucking sign saying beware what you're about to see Jay might cause offence and all this they just take it out take it out because straight away UPN were like well we don't want him on our fucking network anymore because Killed his whole career. Because, like, so, for those that aren't aware, so you've got Davari Undertaker, Mohamed Hassan, at one point, gets on his knees, looks into the sky, makes some call, in Arabic, I presume, and all of a sudden, four... You remember the Truth Commission from back in the day? Yeah. They look like the Truth Commission with balaclavas on. Come into the ring and beat down Undertaker in a... What some people perceive as a terrorist attack or a terrorist-related attack... He's drawn on these. Now, I can see where they're getting with that because he's Arabic and Muslim and all that jazz. But I don't kind of see it that way. No, it was just... He called on his troops. He yeah. called on... Do you know what I mean? They could have gone down that way. This could have been a new group, do you know, that he's called on. That's, I don't know what the plans were. Who knows what the plans were? No, we know six guys. We'll never know. Been, could have been other wrestlers that he could have added as mm. backup. Yeah, I just think... I think it was one of them that... Um, it was if 
9-11 obviously still happened, but if the July 7 bombings didn't happen, they might have got away with it. They might have just got away with it. But I think for that to happen, and then for them to decide to air it, it ruined Hassan's career. He, he was never wrestling again. He put him off everything. Do you know what I mean? Because no, he's a he was pro- because you don't know how the mental effect he had on him because surely they had the conversations with Hassan that they were going to push him. They were going to push him to the moon. Do you know what I mean? He so, was going to be the yeah, Irish sheet. He was going to have to, he was going to run with Batista. He could have had the world title. Like, and then all of a sudden for them to say, well, you can't because the network doesn't want you anymore. Like, we're not even going to move you to Raw. Yeah. Just, you're done. See you bye. That must have been fucking heart-wrenching for him. Heart, no wonder he turned his back on the business. 100%. Um, in the match. Speaking of them wrestlers, do you want to know the uh, identity of the people under the mask? Yes. Um, Mike Shane. Todd Shane. The Johnsons. The Shane Twins. Yes. Mike Knox and Val Venus. <laughs> Uncle Val. Uncle Val. Oh, we dumped by itself. <laughs> but that match constantly, throughout the entire match, Cole and Taz kept saying, the greater good. The greater good. The greater good. Every, every two, every ten, five, ten this seconds. Is, this is the thing The though. greater good. This is the thing because... Just give me such vibes of hot fuzz. <laughs> For the greater good. Um, I think as well, if you go back to like, when Vince McMahon with the higher power and yeah. the Undertaker and all that stuff if you're going to kind of relate that and associate that to any religion Christianity maybe yeah do you know what I mean God and Jesus and all that where that storyline was fine because like I said before that the Christians have not attacked the world well, I, think, um, I know. I know. History uh, uh, me. Yeah, yeah. Not in that way. Not in. I know. That right. That's a. That's a whole different fucking topic for a different day, right? But not in the way they not attacked America in the way the Muzzies did. And that's the thing. And that's it. It'd be like I said, it could be one of them where you could still get away with it now because it'd be oh boo, we hate the Muslim boo. Do you know what I mean? We could boo. We could boo the the nasty, horrible Muslim heel, but. For that to happen on July the 7th, the same time the London bombings, for them to still then air that worldwide, silly mistake. Silly mistake. Yeah, ruined, ruined the career. whole thing. Ruined a career. Um, main event time. Christian versus Batista. Well, what is going to win? Spine buster. Spine buster. Batista bomb. Big, big, big Batista bomb. Mm. Um, yeah, Christian were never winning that one, were they? No. Never winning that one. Um, that was Smackers. What did you make? How many Mavens? Uh, it was an okay show nothing again nothing special obviously I think memor- one thing memorable stuck, for the wrong stood out reasons. more than others mm. but not for the good memorable reasons. for the wrong reasons isn't it yeah. do you know what I mean that's the thing this show is not even this show just that segment is remembered for like I said it killed the career of Mama the Sap destroyed it never to be seen again well apart from Great American Bash because that was a pay-per-view and not a fucking UPN do you know what I mean they, they, they could, had to kill you off somehow there was no that's it there was no way they could have ran with just having Mohamed Hassan appear on pay-per-views do you know what I mean because they'd have to run the storylines on Velocity and shit like that but Velocity's probably on UPN do you know what I mean Fuck, no, it probably is probably will yeah um, but yeah how many Mavens for that Smackers I think you got a two a two same as Raw we're about we're dipping so both of them started at two and a half and the dips both dipped to two yeah ooh I'd have to agree. 
Like I said, I think I think for me that that segment ruined left a bad taste on yeah. the show. Yeah. It's like really getting BW getting revenge on JBL was great. Yep. Agreed. And obviously the Eddie and Ray stuff is um, unbelievable. That's there's so many ways that, that could go yet. Because we're still what six weeks away from What is the fucking secret? What's the secret? What is the secret? So we're halfway. Are you ready for some more Monday Night Raw? Let's do it. So, Michael, Monday Night Raw, July the 11th, 2005. Carlito starts it off again with the cabana. Um, brings it, he says, everyone's talking about Hulk Hogan, but everyone, we know we, we need to hear from the man himself. So he goes to bring out Shawn Michaels, but instead it's Jericho. Jericho comes out and says, this is bullshit. Where's my fucking telly? He wants the Jericho 5000. He wants it back to be the highlight reel. So many talk shows. Too many. And then it gets worse because he goes to bring out Shawn Michaels and fucking Roddy Piper comes out. <laughs> and he announces tonight the guest on the Piper's pit is going to be Shawn Michaels. What's all these fucking talk shows? It's a wrestling show. It's in fucking Jerry Springer. I don't mind it. Not going to lie. It's, I don't mind it. Guess I like Roddy Piper. The thing is with me, with Roddy Piper, I always say this. Obviously, being born in 85, by the time I really got into wrestling, we're talking 92, 93. Piper were kind of done. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I went back and obviously, like, like my first ever video I ever bought was Royal Rumble 1990 and Piper were in that. So I knew of Piper, but I kind of, I think I must have bought that 95, 96. And by that time, Piper had come back at King of the Ring and had his feud with Jerry Lawler. Mm. So I was very, I was kind of, it was weird with Piper. I, I got to learn Piper backwards. Do you know what I mean? I watched him then and learned of it. And then he goes off to WCW when he's fucking nearly 50 and that and has run as United States champion or something like that. He's <laughs> brilliant. He comes back soon, doesn't he? And has a run with Flair. And they tag champions yeah. before he has to leave because he, he cancer or kidney problems or something like that. Kidney, I think. Mm, something like that. Um, Chris Masters versus Tajiri is a fall, fallout from the, the Masterlock challenge. Um, yeah, Masterlock finishes Tajiri. He'll never go over. He'll never go. Is, it, is it Lashley that breaks it? Think so. Yeah. I think we've we've said that we had, I think we've had this exact same conversation. conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um we see Snitsky comes in to see Edge and Leader as they're watching the wedding video. Why are they constantly rewinding it to when they trolled the fans with Hardy's music? I hmm. wonder. I uh, just to just to get, just keep it in your mind. Just to keep it in your mind. Don't just it's there at the forefront of your mind. Do you know that like, oh yeah, do 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 just do you know I mean? just keep it in your mind? Snitsky. Fucking freak. So Edge wants a bit of help with Kane. Snitsky's like, I will, as long as I can... Can I have a go on your lass's toes? <laughs> it's a fucking weird I mean, I'm not, I'm not kink-shaming, but it's a fucking freak. Uh, but Snitsky, he, try, he goes to have a go. Um, like, no, 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 you have to complete your mission first, then you can have a go. And then Snitsky's like, yes. I'm going to suck every single pond. one. <laughs> oh, I don't want to know. Um, I see title time. Shelton Benjamin versus Kalito. I feel like these are the only two people that fight for the IC title then. Yeah. Is that it now? Is this, is this the IC title Carl, division? Carl is only allowed to defend his title against Shelton. Oh, okay. Um, Shelton's looking good. Shelton's battering him. Carlito has enough though, goes outside, grabs his title. Count title will do. See you probably next week for the re- rematch. Rematch, rematch, the rematch. Rematch, the rematch. <laughs> uh, we go backstage, John Cena and Bischoff are arguing. Uh, Cena... Um, he then comes out and he starts sucking up to the crowd like only John Cena can. Where's my rap, John Cena? I miss my fuck you crowd, dickheads. Go and suck a dick. Where's Your sport my... team suck. <laughs> um, 
Cena though, he needs to worry about why too cheap. Uh, okay, that was a childish little fucking suffering suckers. Cena though, he firmly believes that Jericho cannot take the title anytime. Bishop though, he comes out and says he's not happy about Oh, to be honest. <laughs> um, Bischoff shrugs off the fans and says Cena will defend the title whenever Bischoff says so. Um, so we're going to get Jericho, Cena, SummerSlam? Possibly. How do you feel about that? Cena did do a good line there. He's like, I want to listen, but Jer- Jersey's calling you an asshole right now. I'd rather <laughs> listen to them. <laughs> Probably Cena's best line this whole build. Um, Cena, he, he, he gets his aggression out of him by giving yeah. Bischoff a little uh, attitude adjustment. Are we still on the FU? Are we still on the FU? Batista was back to his, to his hyping up the attitude adjustment. Oh, okay. yeah, of course, yes. Yes, of course. Um, what I did like, though, was that Bischoff still had his microphone in his mouth, in yeah. his hand. Like, so he's well, begging no, no. before he goes through there. It's fucking fantastic. It's them little things for me, them little added elements. They didn't need to do, but they did, and it gets a pop out of me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Jericho, he ain't, no, he's not taking a title. He, he's not a threat. He's not a threat. No, especially not to Cena. No, he's not a threat. Um, Michael, do search time. Elim- yeah, it's Elimination. Um, Alexis, off. See ya. Bye. Take your ass with you. See ya, bye. Um, and then it's competition time. Uh, Ashley, she's been training to wrestle, and we see her at Monkey Foot Christiani, like you dropped in a bit ago. We get wardrobe round functions by one of them who wants to dance. We get a backflip into splits. Uh, Bobby Lashley's missus, she's dressed as a, a French pin, artist. P- yeah, painter artist. Yeah, uh, the same painting. Elizabeth, she's dressed as a copper, she dances. Uh, Simon, Simona, Simona. Old lass. Yeah, other gyrates with sword. In front of Christy Emmy. Uh, in front of Coach, sorry. Why, why did they have Pussycat Dolls songs playing? Did they, did they actually pay for that? They probably paid for it. Yeah, yeah they paid for it. Um, and then we get Cameron. She gives Christy a lap dance and Coach is like, it's not the first time you've had that. Whoa! <laughs> Cameron! All right, that's Cameron, everybody! a few times. Chrissy, I, I, think, I think you've done that a few times. Whoa. Okay, the talent competition is a wrap. And of course, everyone around the world, it's time Good to job, vote ladies. for your favorites. Who do you want to move on and who's going home? Up next. Let me turn. It's fucking brilliant. This the return is, of the angle invitation. This is the week after. Yeah. It's fucking brilliant. So it's angle invitational, and we get a man that we've seen before. Yeah. Um, and he comes out. It's Matt Stryker. And then, and, but he calls himself a different name. Uh, Matt. Martel. Martel. And, uh, Kurt, <laughs> Nephew of Rick. Yeah. Kurt Angle goes, No, you're not. I've beat you already. You're, my, you're that teacher, aren't you? You're, and he goes, Listen to this, people, mate. He's a teacher. He told him he was sick to go wrestling. And it's like, Oh, because that's actually, that's real life. Yeah. It's like, oh, so he's like, yeah, he was a strong line on your foot. I'm like, so I'm like, mm. obviously Kurt wins. But, but he gave him three minutes. He got he had him for three minutes. They were class. Play time. Yeah, they were class. Um, last till one, one second well, spare. Well, the, the low blow, that got Angle in trouble. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's, I like it. 
I'm like, and like, next week even better. He's like, I'm fucking you again. <laughs> and he's like, like twice I've beaten you now. Fuck off, back at line. He's like, where are you from? He goes, I'm from New York. And crowd cheers. He goes, no, you're not. You're from Philadelphia. Fucking <laughs> brilliant. Um, and then we get Mike. The boogeyman is coming. He's coming to get you. <laughs> I'm like, I oh, love it. We are, we are slowly turning, aren't we? into the new era of mm. like what well, I remember this sort of era of 2006-7 of Boogeyman Finlay you know, King Booker Pirate uh, Paul yeah, Virgil Pirate Paul Virgil before um, he became incestuous I don't know what yes um, but then we're backstage with Kane and he's laughing at the idea of getting to face Edge and then Edge and Leet are on their way to the ring when Matt freaking fuck yes he appears out of nowhere. Where are the security? Like about, how's he got in? How's he got that far? Yeah. Without, <laughs> past security. Is he got, is it like, you, did you ever watch uh, back in early two, like five years ago? Like, remember TLC? I was in that. Yeah. What, what got me? That's, that's the guy, you have my, my brother, he's a fucking druggie. Yeah, what, that's what, what got me is it happened that fast that the crowd didn't quite work out what was going on. And it only until that, he stopped and paused and kind of looked at camera that crowd went <gasps> like, because like to begin with it was just who's that attacking edge because yeah. Matt Hardy's not very distinctive from the back he's got one black hair <laughs> like a lot of jobbers um, so we get a brawl um, uh, Matt, gets, Matt gets held off by security as Edge and Lita make their way out leads to our next match which is Kane versus Edge and this is the moment that everyone remembers yeah. uh, Matt appears he gets tackled by security and he's like, Adam, you bastard. Amy, you whore. No, it's Lita, you whore. Oh, Lita, you whore. Which... Uh, he goes, I'll see you in Ring of Honor. And he goes, Ring of Honor! As they're trying to drag him out. Best an interest in this match. Eventually became what OVW was, mm. Mm. and you know, why call Edge by his real name but not Lita by her real name? And did you also know that during this, that there was a lot of advertisements of Matt Hardy appearing at TNA's No Surrender, to the point where Matt Hardy was saying, like, in an effort, like, in an effort to put over the angle, WWE have agreed to allow Matt Hardy to make a run in at Sunday's t- TNA pay per view. Assuming Hardy was only used in that capacity, WWE believed the upside would definitely outweigh the potential impact of allowing a major superstar to work with a competing promotion, a competing promotion even. Uh, TNA management was set to evaluate the possibility on Friday and make a final decision regarding Matt Hardy. Um, as stated, there is little perceived long-term benefit since TNA would have to sacrifice one of its performers to get over a WWE angle. Uh, while it would be a nice short-term buzz, 
generated for TNA. It's not as if Matt Hardy would work future dates as part of the angle. And then following day, uh, TNA pulled out and said, yeah, Matt Hardy's not appearing at No Surrender. It doesn't work for us. I never knew that during I this didn't. time. Never knew that during this time. I didn't realise he was ever in talks with TNA before he went, when he did. Mm, ooh. Well, yes, Matt Hardy is back, I, I presume. Gosh. Loved it. Loved it. Great. It was brilliant. The crowd pops. And the worst thing is, Matt Hardy doesn't get any comeuppance from this. Not one. He has two matches with Edge and gets bashed at both times. Yeah. What's, what's this? Matt Hardy is like, he lost his bird. He lost his mate. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because he was Adam or his mate as well. Adam, look at me. You're fourth wall. Fucking Matt. <laughs> um, Edge Fucking Matt, bird. Yeah. Edge or his mate. Do you know what I mean? He lost his bird. He lost his mate. He lost his career at one point. So he's back. He's back, but this is it. This is this is peak Matt Hardy in WWE. Yeah, what's he with this? Yeah, this is it. This is peak. Fuse of US title MVP, ECW champion, a few tag runs with his brother. Yeah, but not going to lie, pumped to, to watch it because you knew it would come in. It yeah. would come eventually, but when they were backstage, it surprised me. I was like, oh yeah, shit, this is that bit. Um, but yeah, happy for it, and it's just like I say, it's just a shame how it ends because Matt Hardy deserves more, deserves a lot more. Um, main event time, Piper's Pit. Why, Sean? Why? Yeah, it's like Sean wants to be approved that like, he's a more. Why, Sean? Why would you, of all people, super kick someone you call a friend? And the, the the thing is though, it was all building to the point where what was Piper gonna say that was gonna tick Sean off enough for him to kick him in his face? Because you know that's how it would end. Yeah. It was just a matter Piper. of when. It was a matter of when. So it was like, Sean's, like I said, Sean's on about, he, he said he crafted for years becoming Mr. WrestleMania. He wants to prove now that he's immortal. He's better than immortal. Um, and then Piper gets towards the end and Piper's like, the word that Bollocks. triggers it is coward. Calls Michael a coward. Bosh! Super kick. And then like I said, you get that deadpan stare. He's like, I don't owe anybody. Fuck all. Even though he's like, I did it. For the people. <laughs> I did it for everybody that don't like Hog. <laughs> That's what I was like. Why did you do it, Sean? I did it for the people. I did it for the fans. They want to see Sean Michaels versus Hulk Hogan. I did it for the people. I did it for them. They don't want to see this. I did it for the people. I did it for the check. The best thing as well, though, is like what happens at SummerSlam. I can't wait to go and watch that again. It's been ages since I've watched that match. It's fucking brilliant. Sean's selling. Is Perfection. unreal. Perfect. <laughs> unreal. But yeah, that was Monday Night Raw, Mike. What did you make? How many mavens? Are we moving up or are we moving down? Because we've gone 2.5 and a 2. It was a better, better Raw, I thought. Okay. The Matt Hardy Edge storyline made it better. Um, and it was nice to see Piper again. Mm. That was, but two and a half for that one. Oh, we're going up. We're going back up. Let's see if SmackDown can do the same. Doubt it. Eddie. I love you. I didn't come out here to be angry with you. I came out here to calm you down. Look, I have to come out here in front of all these people. This is supposed to be about us. I need to come out here to help you understand that this is getting out of hand. Look, whatever the secret is, whatever it is that you have against Ray, you need to keep it to yourself. 
this could hurt a lot of people. This could hurt me. Look, this could hurt our kids. This could hurt you. And this can hurt Ray's family. Ray is a good man. He's a good father. It is July the 14th, 2005. Eddie Guerrero comes out to start things off. He kind of stands there for a few minutes and just lets the booze rain upon him. I'm loving the brilliant. dual toothpicks. Brilliant, yeah, yeah. One on each, he's got one behind you. Yeah, it's brilliant. He says, Rey Mysterio's not here tonight. He was going to be able to avoid being humiliated uh, by not being here, but that's not how it works. All that matters is that Eddie knows something Ray wants to keep from everyone. Um, he orders Tony Chimmel to give up his chair. Uh, Eddie has a seat and talks about a boy named Dominic who lived a long time ago and far away. He's like, hey, Dominic, I know you can hear me. Do a favour, tell your dad to move his hands from your ears. <laughs> Then one day, Dominic went out into the woods to play. But here's Vicky Guerrero. She comes out with the kids. And oh, goes, it's like, fuck are you doing here? Back to the fucking floor. kitchen. Um, he introduces his family to the crowd before screaming at him to fuck off. Uh, Vicky says this is getting out of hand and this secret, whatever it is, needs to be kept quiet because it could hurt a lot of people. But she just said this secret, whatever it is, like, so she doesn't know. But if it gets out, it could hurt a lot of people. So she does know. Does she know or doesn't she know? Is this new to her? I have no idea. Probably, probably not. Mm. I mean, to paraphrase Future Eddie, where the fuck is Vicky's Eddie? <laughs> True that. Um, Eddie grabs her by the neck and forces her to the back um, in a bit of a... He wears the trousers in that house. <laughs> um, after the break, uh, we see Eddie yelling about how that he, he does what he does and Vicky needs to worry about the girls like she's supposed to. And then hardcore Holly out of all people, like fucking Superman. Um, not in front of the kids wait until they've gone to bed <laughs> he tries to intervene gets fucked off uh, Vicky gets put into the car despite protesting all time and drive away with the kids after Bob and Eddie have a pushing match he's like leave before I get hurt <laughs> he's like yo Eddie it's Bob Ollie he's not going to fuck you up on, no. on camera no absolutely not uh, up next Mexicals versus Scotty Too Hotty Paul London and Funaki that is, that's your cruiserweight division right now. This is all we've yeah, got left. That's all this. That's all we've got left. Um, obviously, the Mexicans get the win. Uh, Jehovah's 450. To 450 knee drop to London's head. Oh, nasty, nasty, nasty. It's like, he's had enough trauma. People landing on his fucking head with Kidman. Yes. Yes. Look, back a bit of revenge. Bit of revenge. Uh, Christian, we see him backstage. He's hitting on Candice Michelle. Um, he goes, any help you need? I'm your man you need to come to. Uh, Booker T and Charmel interrupt and Booker's not happy with Christian tell him to fuck off and a match is set for later. That's how you do it. That's how you book a match. Simple. Let's cut a block a guy. Yeah, a match. Uh, we see Batista as well. He talks about watching Smackdown when on Raw and JBL were a dickhead and a great American bash. I'm going to batter that dickhead <laughs> for every single one he is. <laughs> like, yes, Dave, that's how you win an audience of her. Um, we're still backstage and Melina, she's telling Eminem that she'll catch him in the ring. She goes over to Tori Wilson and isn't happy with a fan asking Tori for an autograph. Uh, whatever Tori can do, Melina can do better. They have a scrap and they're going to have a scrap at the bash. But let's make it because, yeah, a bra and panties, man. Yeah, if it's it. So to answer that question earlier, if SmackDown's going to take wrestling serious, no. <laughs> Absolutely <Nope>. not. <laughs> then, Iden Wright comes out for the match. 
get jumped by chocolates. Adam Wright gets smashed into everything past. Melinda's asking, where are your mates? Nah, dickhead. Where's your mates? Nah, dickhead. Then, because they've got a good DVD out and it kind of worked with ECW, we need to promote the new, the latest DVD. That DVD being the history of the Road Warriors slash Legion of Doom. So fucking what Animal fucking comes out. R.I.P. Animal comes out. Um, and yeah, we're going to lead to that match that I've been not looking forward to for years now. I'm going to have to sit and watch Adam Rack and Animal versus Eminem. Rolf Harris Rack and Animal. Rolf <laughs> Quite funny though, let's be right, because Nitro's like, Animal's old, he haven't got a partner, and I was like, his partner's dead. <laughs> I'm like, oof, it's harsh. Like, did Animal know that line were coming? It's a harsh old line. Um, but yeah, so, Great Maker Bash, tag titles, the new yeah. Legion of Doom, Legion of Doom. 2005. 3.0, yeah. LOD 2005. Can't wait. <laughs> Up next. Eddie Guerrero versus Hardcore Holly. I, I can't believe that Hardcore Holly tapped to Texas yeah. Cloverleaf. I know we got like the... Well, Eddie can't use the frog splash because that's a baby face finish. Yeah. Um, Lasso from El Paso is a heel finish. Yes. And I think obviously with... So towards the end of the match, Ref gets bumped, Eddie gets a metal pipe, wax Holly with the pipe. Exactly where it was. Like yeah. Oh, of course. Um, and then obviously the Cloverleaf, it's more pressure on the area that he's hit with the pipe. So that makes sense, but it's been a fucking long time since Eddie's got a victory with a fucking Cloverleaf or the last off of El Paso. I think he had one before... before Vengeance, but before ECW. I think he had a build. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Um, After the match, Eddie apologises to Vicky and he says uh, she knows that he'd never hurt her or the kids. Now he's going to prove how much he loves Vicky by giving Ray a chance. Uh, they can fight again at the bash. Uh, and if Ray beats him, the secret will never be told. If Red- Eddie wins, though, the secret is coming out. I'd never wanted Eddie to win a match more in my life. Uh, <laughs> but when you think about it, like, Ray versus Eddie, Ray's got most of the wins. Mm. So this is a rare, going to be a rare victory for Eddie if he wins. If, if he wins. Um, I hope he fucking does. We find out that Mohammed Hassan is not here tonight. I wonder why. I wonder why. And his uh, attorney, he's, gonna, he's got a prepared statement. His attorney is one very young, long-haired looking Tommaso Ciampa. He looks fucking weird. Don't he just. It is true. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is whatever the fuck his name and is. And I am the attorney for Mohammed Hassan. It's like, very fuck. is that where I even got inspiration right, from? Maybe, maybe. Um, we get a long-winded statement about how America's racist. 
Um, and that leads to The Undertaker coming out and Tommaso Ciampa taking his first and only ever tombstone. Unless Johnny Gargano's hit him with one. Well, you, well, he wrestled in this fucking... Oh, our Young Bucks are hitting me hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> hundreds. But yes, a very young looking Tommaso, but yeah. What what do they do with Taker now? Because I imagine they had a big old feud well, planned. It's number one contenders. Number one contenders match, isn't it? Mm. But, and I, but I don't remember Taker having a title shot against the Batista. women of JBL Batista. Maybe Davara gets involved. Maybe that well, that's how we keep it but running I'm for thinking, a little bit. Because I remember who Taker has a match with at SummerSlam. Mm. So I'm thinking that might be where maybe. that starts. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Up next, Christian versus Booker T. It's Raw 2003. <laughs> but wait a minute. Christian jumps him in the aisle. Booker gets sent into the steps, the post. Uh, the referee, though, lets the match start anyway, because obviously, and the umpire gets Christian a win because fucking Jesus, Christian, See, don't we make Christian is like us. He's had enough of this feud from 2003. Yeah. I'm not doing this shit again. I don't wear that leotard anymore. I don't need to do this shit again. <laughs> Michael, the boogeyman's coming. He's coming to get you. And here comes Orlando Jordan. The juice is out with JBL for the main event. But JBL first goes on a promo about last week about how he should be champion, etc., etc. He said it was humiliating. He was beaten up by someone who should have bought a ticket to see him. Like, fair. Um, the Great American Bash is his pay-per-view and we will see what WrestleMania main event should have been. Um, They're all-time greats, but there is only one wrestling god. And that leads us to our main event of Batista hitting the Batista bomb on Orlando Jordan for the victory after JBL tries to get involved. Yeah. You knew how it was going to go. It's like one of the matches, uh, right, let's just scroll up that way. Uh, it looks like a Batista bomb play. <laughs> but that was smack of the down. What did you make? How many mavens? <laughs> that good <laughs> the best part was literally the Hassan's lawyer really Kemper. that was wow. that was the highlight of the show not even me. Christian getting a victory over book two because 2003 called because they won't realise because it's Smackdown they won't remember it's Smackdown I know it was like four years for us because... but it was Smackdown they won't remember <laughs> well, different yeah. show different time <laughs> Diff, never happened, bro. Christian's got short hair now. <laughs> but yeah, what did you make? How many moments? Two for that one. Stain, Stain's two for Smackdown. Wow. Not, not exactly a good build. So two, two and a half, two. Two and a half. No, what have we gone? Two, two and a half, two for Smackdown. Uh, two yeah. and a half, two, two for Smackdown we've gone. Yeah. Rose climbed back up Smackdown's not. So both, both two and a half, both two. One, two, and a half, one, two. Yeah. Mm. Are you ready then for the final Monday Night Raw on this little leg of their build towards Slam of the Summer? I am. It is. July the 18th, two days before my birthday. And Lillian Garcia, she comes out to announce an intercontinental title match. But here's Eric Bischoff to cut her off. And we see a clip of John Cena giving him the FU. He says, tonight, because of this bullshit, it's going to be Cena versus Snitsky in a lumberjack match. Which I can guarantee... Think it'll be one face round that ringside. Not at all. <laughs> well, not at the start anyway. We open again with Carly Rate. Carlito every week is either talking or fating. This week he's fating again against Shelton for IC title. But Guess this time, if you 
gets counted out, he's lost his title. Yes, which makes me think that's going to The next match is going to be a DQ. There's no DQ or whatever. So he hits him low, gets DQ'd. So obviously next week, I'm guessing it's going to be no count out, no DQ. It's got to be. Cage. It. It's got to be, on it? Got to be. The fucking, I've fucking cage matches once a month. Yeah. So next yeah, month we do a cage, a cage match. I take a cage. Um, Kurt Angle Invitational time. And here comes Matt Martell again. The three-peat. Thrice uh, in a lifetime. He's like, he's like, so what's your name? And he goes, Matt Martell. And he goes, like, where are you fuck from? Fuck off, God. Where are you from? Lying. He goes, Philadelphia. And they cheer like, fuck. And it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Um, Angle, he explains the whole thing again in being a lying bastard and being a teacher and everything like that. In case you, in case you missed it last week, yeah, he's exactly. a He calls him a lying bastard. Uh, we have a match. The Angle Slam finishes striker at two minutes 30 odd. Now, I don't get why we need to see this guy three times during the Invitational. Are we now going to... Is Stryker now a part of the roster? Are we pushing this guy now? Are we going to see like him next week? We might get him again. Obviously, we know he, he does eventually become an active roster member. Mm. Mm. Of course, and then goes on to be a, a damn fine commentator, yeah. in my opinion. A damn fine commentator. He knew his shit. You can understand why he left teaching. He knew his fucking shit. He, he weren't just a flashing pan thing. He was a wrestling fan. Do you know what I mean? He, he knew his shit. He's probably the best TNA announcer mm. commentator they've had since TNA. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Um, diva search time. Time for an elimination. But before, each diva has got 30 seconds to uh, tell the world who they think should get voted off. Basically, diss the diva. Yeah. But um, on camp. One, one, one. one of them gets called a terrible dancer. One of them gets called boring. Um, one of them gets called ugly. One of them, uh, Cameron wants to vote Ashley off because she thought she'd be a better street fighter and like she batter all these in one go. Uh, it's just it's, yeah. Um, the boogeyman's coming. Going to get you. I'm sick of this advert already. We've seen it three times in two shows. Kerwin White with his golf clubs is in Bischoff's office. Eric suggests that uh, he, he tries Scottsdale, Arizona for all his golf courses. And White's like, a bit too close to the border, that much. Fuck's sake. Uh, it's, it's all right. Because it's all right. Uh, Jericho comes in, so Kerwin leaves. Um, Bischoff, he thanks Jericho for standing up for him last week. Um, Jericho's got an idea, though, how to stick it to Cena. Next week, Battle of the Bands. Because they're in Cleveland, Rock and Roll City. No, it's Detroit, Rock City. Yes. <laughs> Should know that. <laughs> Um, master lock challenge time for 20 grand 20k uh, Rosie accepts and loses because of course she does but fucking masters saw that like fucking hell I've got to fucking actually lock it in this time yeah. but no one's big enough no one's well, big enough well I tell you who break master lock big popper pump yeah it won't stand a fucking chance I tell you who break it and I'll test 100% yes. won't stand a fucking chance like, that's not how you lock in a full Nelson cunt won't stand a chance won't stand a chance uh, we found out tonight that it's going to be Edge versus Kane in a cage uh, Edge says he's not worried though um, but then it's weird because he refers to Lita as his girlfriend so what because the wedding failed are we not engaged anymore we're now back to just being boyfriend girlfriend because surely we should be planning continuity. again continuity we should be planning again to get wed yeah I, yeah did not just Vengeance was in Vegas. Did you not just think fucking Vegas? This is hmm? I don't know. Fuck wrestling. Wrestling, exactly. Well, let me tell you, Hulkamaniacs, one thing, brothers. 
Hey, the first thing I'd like to do is thank each and every one of you Hulkamaniacs out there for making my brand new show, Hogan Knows Best, the highest premiere ever, the highest rated premiere ever on VH1. That's unbelievable, Maniacs. And I've been out on the road traveling all around the country, but there's no way in hell I would miss being here tonight in Philly, brother. just to get my attention. Well, let me tell you something, Shawn Michaels. You got my attention, brother. But if you want an answer to the challenge to get in the ring with Hulk Hogan, brother, you need to get your ass out here like a man and face me face to face, brother. Come on, heartbreak kid, get out here. The Hulkster comes out to respond to Shawn Michaels' challenge from last week. Um, he plugs his The Hogan Knows Best fucking VH1 program. Um, he says, for years, Hogan, Shawn Michaels has been threatening to kill Hulkamania, but he's never done it. Um, when Shawn was graduating high school, Hogan was selling out the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Spectrum. And he says, SummerSlam, the challenge is accepted. And then he says, know your role, shut your mouth. You're in, what are you going to uh, do, brother? Hogan 316 says, I just want to see ass. me. And the best there is, the best there was. He hits it with all his phrases. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dig it. Um, yeah, so we're on. So we're setting we're setting matches. We've got a match set in stone now. We've got two, haven't we? Cena and Jericho. And the now main event. Main event. Solid SummerSlam. Solid, but I feel SmackDown's world title match needs to be something amazing because the WWE title match, it's, I can see that being third, fourth, last. You know I mean, it's not a main event. It's Cena Jericho. It's not a semi. No, no. It's not a semi neither, you dirty bastard. Uh, up next, Steel Cage time. Uh, Kane versus Edge, leader at ringside. But Matt Hardy, he jumps the barricade before the match, tries to get to Edge. Security take him down. And you know it's serious because fucking Fit Finley's out there. That's it. Um, and then Fit we, only comes out when it's serious, pull we, apart. We go to break, we come back. Um, Kane's cutting off an escape attempt, but he gets taken down with the execution. Um, uppercut side slam. Spear gets a two from Edge. A uh, bit later on, Kane goes up, leaves his back open to some briefcase shots. And a big one to the head. Let's Edge climb out of the cage for the victory. And hopefully now this is the end of yeah. Edge versus Lita versus Kane versus all this. But Edge made Kane bleed. How many people has Kane been busted open for? Snitsky, Edge. Hunter maybe at some point. I don't know. Never take her. Never. Edge. Shane? Shane? Maybe, maybe. I want to say Shane. I don't know. Austin? No. No? Because they had a first blood, didn't they? Yeah. And that's how Kane, that's Kane won the title. Yeah, yeah. Because Kane. He's got, he's got his arms showing. No, he had both arms covered. <laughs> oh, did he? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the two gloves. <laughs> like, how the fuck are you tell he's going to. Can you tell if he's bleeding or not? Clever dick. Uh, we find out next week not only are we going to get a battle of the bands, but also we're going to get Edge versus Kane in a stretcher match. So we don't end. So that 
answers yeah. your question. Yeah, we're gonna get Lita on a pole and everything, aren't we? Main event oh, time. That's what Edge gets. <laughs> Main event time. It is John Cena versus Snitsky with the Lumberjacks. Um, standard every heel you could name on Raw, even ones you've not seen for a bit, like Rob. Yeah, this is where I was like, "What the fuck is Daddy Basham doing there without Doug?" Yes, Um, it got to the point where I don't know. They kept doing it where Cena fighting a heel came in, Cena fought him off, put back in a chin lock. Cena fought another heel off, back in a chin lock, until the faces Rosie and Hurricane and the team they all come out. Raw goes off the air. Everyone's getting fucking hammered. Cena's finally got Snitsky up for the FU. One, two, three. Jericho's stunned. Chaos. Raw the highlight of the match was Big Fist bumming the heartthrobs. I love how Big Fist is a face. How's this work? Big Fist ditched his missus who proposed on Yeah, but he did. ditched his missus for the Godfather. For the, for the Godfather's hoes. It's like and the Godfather's a face because he brings uh, everybody above the hoes. So that keeps him a face. Um, so yeah that was the final Monday Night Raw of this little stretch what did you make Harmony Mavens two and a half for that one again note special mm. but Raw's playing the long game yeah because we're building up to SummerSlam's a long way away and I think we had we always say don't we in the build up we always have a build up to a key match but I think we had this at the start of the build with Angle versus Flair yeah do you know what I mean so we started Strong grow yeah. with a great match, and it's gone down. And we are since. about to get a great match on this SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Very true, but it's SmackDown. This is the go home show, though. This should be good. Yes, should. Do you know what I mean? It should, should be good. Should. All began one year ago. The winner of this match is the new WWE Champion, John Bradshaw Layfield. WWE Champion of all time. I am a wrestling god. our final stop before the Great American Bash it is a day after my birthday 2005 I would have been 20 years old uh, It's uh, so it's a go home show so hopefully like I said it should be fire should be uh, we get an open video paid for by the friends of JBL I like that it's like oh it's going to be one of those shows <laughs> JBL's stroke yeah, yeah America show um, opening match is Rey Mysterio versus Super Crazy with the other Mexicals at ringside um, crazy stomps away in the corner Ray manages to send him shoulder first into the post but here comes Eddie um, but after the break so we we get obviously the Mexicals interfere of course so Ray gets the victory by DQ um, Eddie talk about a back rake 
Eddie goes to leave, but Theodore Long says, not so fast. Eddie's wrestling tonight against a mystery opponent. Dominic. <laughs> I was like, who, who could it be? We've, we've had the draft. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because so watching this matter, I'd forgotten that Eddie's opponent was on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's not spoil people. People might never watch this. <laughs> uh, we see Christian is bragging about beating Booker T last week and promises to beat him again on Sunday. So that's another match sorted for Great American Bash, I guess. Um, and if Josh Matthews doesn't like it, he can go back to his parents' house and his basement room and complain about it on the internet. Uh, Booker T is going to be a two-time, two-time, two-time loser. <laughs> Uh, and then we see, because this gets weird, Heidenreich reads Animal a poem about feeling Hulk's presence and how big of a chance this is. First, I'm going to read you one of my poems. Oh. Yeah. It is hard to believe for Heidenreich that I can feel Hulk's presence since Thursday night. And the chance I've been given is the chance of my life to stand to wage war with one half of the greatest teams to date. For the greatest prize of all, Heidenreich can hardly wait. Animal has given me a chance for a shot at the golden prize and to avenge Eminem's comment about Hawk's sacred life. That was a poem by Heidenreich. Heidenreich, <laughs> you know something? You're a lot more like Hawk than I ever thought. <laughs> what a rush. <laughs> Heidenreich and Animal are in tag team action for the first time ever. Next. That's a rush. <laughs> Animal says Heidenreich is more like Hawk than he ever thought. And Heidenreich says, what a rush. I'm not having it. Not buying into it. No. Probably his worst poem as well. Yes. Um, and then we find out that JBL is an American, a great American, just like Neil Armstrong. It's very much Wheel of JBL's cock tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Up next, Nick Burke and Julio De Niro. Oh, without their names. <laughs> go up against LOD 2005. Power Slam, Doomsday Device, 30 seconds. Eminem, they... Wait, can you miss it? Yeah, Eminem look like they are shitting themselves a little bit, though, because they do look good together for 30 seconds. Yeah, keep off Animal's shoulders. Mm. That's all you need keep to do. Keep away from Animal. Uh, don't let Hadamite climb the top rope, because Animal's never had climbed the top, that top rope with his fucking beer belly. Don't Jesus. let Hadamite tag out. Mm. Up next, Eddie Guerrero in a rematch from ECW One Night Stand. Da -da 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 the killer. Chris Benoit. Um, before the match, Eddie tries to run. So Benoit calls him in saying they've been close friends for years. He's like, bro, what, what, why are you being a cunt? Let's do this. Talk to me. If uh, only someone, if only you had spoken to somebody I'd, else. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> the, later on the match, the, uh, Ed Buck gets a delayed two. Eddie gets his boot on the rope. Um, Eddie tries three amigos, only to get reversed into a crossface. Um, Eddie's into ropes about a couple of seconds and then takes the count out because fuck it. Well, both have got a match on pay-per-view this yeah. Sunday. Neither one can afford to look... Absolutely, absolutely. Um, well, you know, Ray waits for count out and then 
And that's it. Ray, Ray Mysterio. Have some of that, you could. He's very much a heel move, but he's been pushed, hasn't he? He has pushed him to, to the limits. Um, he'd be, and he's not good at attack mid-match. No, no, because he's not a heel. So he'll wait till after. Um, so he beats up on Eddie, so setting us up. It's going to be blood. I think it could open me, Great American Bash. I'd open with these two. Proper blood feud batter. Because I think they're going to open with the US title. Mm, as long as they don't You're open. You're the one that's had so much fucking I tell you now, if they open me, Adam Reich and Animal, I'm turning it off and it's up to you when we review it. You can just tell me what happened. I ain't watching it. If that's how they open. Just putting it out there now. <laughs> Um, we see Undertaker beating Mohamed Santa Turner last week and then we see Candice Michelle she comes out for a special announcement the Great American Bash will be available for free to the military I thought that were a thing for the old WWE pay-per-views yeah I don't know sounds good though doesn't it America. sounds good on America Day uh, Melina comes out she's not happy though that Candice is the guest referee for the bra and panties match um, Tory runs in with yeah yeah tits bra and panties tits and and Candy's she does a dance. Yay for tits. Yeah. Up next, Booker T versus Simon Dean. Uh, Simon says Charmel goes to the buffet line five times, five times, five times, five times, five times. And <laughs> it's like, you just called a fat five times. Booker's battering you. Uh, he doesn't waste time. He goes through the Booker T motions. What, what I like to call punches, like chops and kicks. It's when you're playing uh, to like, a wrestling game and you want like, right, Let's do all his moves. See how yeah, 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 yeah. So he does all his moves. Axe gets the victory. Uh, after the match, Booker says, Christian is just like that Richard Simmons Tybo wannabe. So is that what he's saying Simon Dean is? I'm guessing so. <laughs> I'm, I'm, the reference went on my head. I have no idea who Richard Simmons is. Yeah, uh, No, yeah, you have. You would know Richard Simmons. He's that, um, he's like a, a Mr. Motivator. American Mr. Motivator. The skinny white guy with the afro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's Richard Simmons. Um, Michael JBL is a great American like Ronald Reagan and the boogeyman is coming coming to get you uh, we get a rundown of the great American bash with the blue world order versus the Mexicals added to the show as well that's probably opening mm-hmm. um, am I right or wrong here Simon Dean is, is Simon Dean of Nova fame yes Simon Dean's in the BWO Yes. He's also wrestling as Simon Dean. Yes. And we're not talking about it, are we? This is the first time he's been on the build. Yeah, but we're not talking about... Oh, no. Yeah, but they didn't, though, did they? Not once. No. No. He, well, That's that guy. Join that thing with JBL with the limo. Mm. He was like... He, he was just there. Yeah. He didn't do anything. Like, yeah. I... Doing quite well as Simon Dean yeah. right we, now. We know, we, I'm yeah. just here. We know that you know that. Yeah. We know that you know that we know. Um, main event time, if you want to call it that. Uncle, main, seg- main event segment. Uncle Sam comes out to celebrate. Batista comes out, batters him. The end. He looks like a fucking twat in that. I outfit. think he looks funny. Me, I quite liked it. Like well, a cross between fucking Colonel Sanders and Uncle Sam. <laughs> Colonel fucking Flanders. <laughs> oh, I liked it. It looked a bit like Apollo, Apollo Creed in all from Rocky films. I liked it. I think that's what he was going for. But it's like, yeah, but it's like this is like you're fucking phony. The, the thing is, though, like, granted, this is the Gorm show. Granted, they don't really want them to have too much more f- interaction, much physical wise. So let's save it for the pay per view. But like. This was built around, the whole show was built around J-Bill coming out being American. You know Batista was going to come out and then they, they had a thing about the WWE magazine where J-Bill was going to be on the cover but no, actually Batista's on the cover. Smart. 
SmackDown Superman. Well, but yeah, that was SmackDown. How many Mavens for this episode? And then I want to know who wins overall. Surprising you. Two and a half for this one. Okay. There was some, it was a bit better than the last few. Still not the greatest build for a pay per view. Mm. The Gallup's been a bit of a. See, I do remember this pay per view being a dud. Being very much a dud pay per view. And like, if you look at the build and the guys that you've got around the build. Only thing I remember from this pay per view is one thing, and you probably guess what the fuck that is. Legion of Doom winning titles. Two things you <laughs> I don't know what one is. Powerbomb, last ride through the stage. Oh, yes. All right, yeah. So you say it's been a long time since I've watched it. That's how they kill him off. Yeah. That killing him off, that's the only thing I remember. For you. That's how they kill Marmadis and off. Yes, yes, yes. But anyway, speaking of Great American Bash, do you want to run down the card? So we've got for the tag titles Eminem versus Legion of Doom, Orlando Jordan versus Chris Benoit for the US belt. Oh, yeah. We've got the Mexicals versus the BWO, Christian versus Booker T, Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. Molina versus Tony Wilson in a bra and panties match. With Candice Michelle as special guest referee. Absolutely. The Undertaker versus Mohamed Hassan. And Batista versus John Bradshaw Layfield for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Are you excited? I'm excited for it anyway. I'm looking forward to seeing Batista smash JBL. True that. And seeing Taker kill Hassan. True that. Even though it's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame. But... It's a, a memorable moment, say say the least. Mm. And yay for tits. And yay for tits. So who wins them? Raw SmackDown? Raw. 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 Standard, isn't it? It's Standard. like Raw's played a long game. Always. But they're booking better Always. shows. Always. Always. But even during Vengeance build though, SmackDown was still booking to up to the Great American Bash. Yeah, yeah. Raw was doing better shows. Mm. That's how it works. That's how it works. I think the issue is that WWE needs to stop having uh, split brand pay-per-views. That and <laughs> JBL is, top, is your top heel. It's shit, isn't it? Shit. Well, that's what I mean. I think that's where that I com- think... When you had Eddie as your top face and JBL as your top heel because Angle was injured. Yeah, that's why I think they were, they were going with Mohamed Hassan as going to be the top heel. That was gonna, he was going to have his finger taker and maybe go after Batista. Maybe win the belt. Maybe be the guy that takes it off Batista. I mean, they, 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 I reckon there were so many options they could have gone with him on this hand, and they chose to air him being a terrorist when the London Bombers went off. On that note, Michael, if people don't already, where can they find us on all forms of the social medias? You can follow us on all forms of social media at our era podcast, including TikTok. <laughs> follow, follow us on TikTok. <laughs> and if you do like what you hear, of course, you can always support the show at ourera.com for. And always, if you want to support the show, you can follow us at patreon.com forward slash era podcast, where we've got various bonus episodes available from the Hunter Games to Diva Search DVD reviews, or Diva Bikini DVD reviews. Um, for one dollar, then you've got access to, I think there's nearly 60 additional episodes on there now. Something like Something that. Something crazy like that. Um, but yeah, we love each and everyone here, as always. onto our Patreon. Spoiler alert, I made a little, little, I'm trying to get Mike involved in a little Eddie Guerrero thing. What we're going to say, I'm not going to leave too much, I don't want to give too much away now, but just a little Eddie Guerrero thing for your lovely little Patreon followers. But on that note, this has been the Ira Podcast. I've been Dave, that's been Big Sexy. Until Gab. Peace out, people. I'm coming to get you. <laughs> the boogie fucking man. Ruthless aggression.
What's my-